oh no, here I go again, it's black hoe again, niggas hoping and praying that I just throw it in, but I can't stop, I won't stop, I'm too thorough, plus, none of y'all niggas can give me any trouble, yo done, you outdid yourself, these niggas kid themselves, it's over for y'all niggas, when this
risk it. Lifestyles of the prolific and gifted. Hate to send you vitamins and minerals, delicious. Work on the speed is pretty fast. Let me tell you. I be all in you like you disrespect this space in my lyric zone. I'm like a pit with a leg in his mouth. I bring it home, bumpy ripping everything known. Block every blow zone. I make you sit your whole ass down. Turn off your microphone, cause after me it's unrippable. I slap you in your mouth, your drinks will be unsippable. I got miles of It's the L-A-W-T-O-W-M. Lost town, done it again. Let me tell you about my city. It's wild gritty. I got 150 sticks to ride with me. Wanna know about crooked cops living in Boston? Hit the block, bust the homie cop at the party. You can learn about my own. Yo, yo, my mind rates, fatality. Like a nigga upstate, that's pushing mad years of crazy weight. I've been a great, the shit that you love to hate. Time to meet your fate, no time to negotiate. I meditate in my room, holding on my Mac, hoping that around the Yo, they got me handcuffed. I'm down in Central Booking. Things are fucked up the way my future's looking. But I can fly, I'ma change this scenario. Make some power moves and tighten up my back, bro. Chubs are levy, though. They see me as a threat. I'm like the black Dutch Schultz when you get me upset. 5-0 makes me want to flip. And he sees the war with planet over centuries past. And the mysteries remain unsolved. Colossal pyramids on Mars. Visitors beyond the scriptures of Allah. God is on the side of the ones with money. There's large armies. Pray for death amongst his brainwashed zombies. Society is brainwashed. I'm sorry about that to my radio audience. I was thinking that maybe you guys were hearing the same audio that I was hearing. Again, I want to wish you guys good evening. Uh, we got my, my main man uh, from Seattle, uh, Sugar Ray Norris, uh, uh, pardon me, Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. is on deck with me, and I was listening to an excerpt of the uh, owner of the Clippers uh, making, uh, you know what I'm saying, disparaging remarks about, uh, you know what I'm saying, females. So to be specific, Donald Sterling, owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. Unbelievable that this would happen. Unbelievable that we would have to listen to this. Unbelievable that in 2014, as we said back in the days from the, the video and the soundtrack, uh, you know what I'm saying, self-destruction, you know what I'm saying, some folks just don't get it. Sugar ready. Welcome on board tonight. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing all right, man. The, the, the question for us tonight is, how are the Los Angeles Clippers doing? You know what I'm saying? Big controversy today. You know, ugly stuff going down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you're, you're yeah, usually man. the man thing that handles all the, the social stuff and all the, the more or less the, you know, the you know, you're our, you know, you're our black news. You know what I'm saying? You're our, our black Walter Cronkite on the scene. Man, please, please, please give our radio audience your thoughts on today's latest racial debacle uh, by Mr. Sterling. Well, man, you know, um, well, we well, first of all, I don't even know how to start on this, man. But the thing about it is, is like, you know, I I was kind of wild, stopped watching basketball for a while because basically uh, Seattle Suns had left. But then all of a sudden, I had adopted a team that I was on the road with. I was kind of like rooting around on other different teams. But 
I end up saying that the LA Clippers are going to be the team I'm going to cheer for. And the thing about it, I didn't at the time I didn't really know about Sterling a little bit too much about it, but I heard certain things, but I wasn't really sure. It's, you know, I didn't think it was a big deal, but it was a big deal, but I didn't necessarily hear it like I'm hearing it now. But it was just rumors and stuff, you know. But the thing about it is um, I placed bets and everything with this team, man, and I was cheering for them and going along with it. But I also had an issue with the fact that, you know, our position in the game, you know, as far as ownership and all that kind of stuff. I have my own personal issues with every sport with that. But the thing about it is, man, I wake up this morning, man, and just to hear this, man, it it, it kind of got me to the point, man, that I was like, man, um, you know, you have reality in your own life where you deal with a lot of different issues and stuff like that. And sometimes you want to do something to take you away from it to get you kind of like, and you know it's physically there, even on television and everything like that sports and all that stuff like that, but at the same time, you want to kind of rest your mind a little bit. But that right there, man, hit me hard in a sack of bricks, man, and it tripped me out, and that thing is, uh, it is what it is, man. It's not it's not nothing new. Uh, it's just something that's basically has been out there for a while, and right now it's, it's live and in living color right now, and people can see it. And um, it's a very, very bad situation for the players, man, and the coach. It's just tough, man. I, I, I don't know what they're going through right now, but at the same time, I think it's going to bring them a lot closer. And I think they're going to come together as a team and figure this out, and they're going to do some things. Um, to jump on the boycott right now, they should. But at the same time, I wouldn't knock it. But if they played, I wouldn't knock it either. But at the same time, there's something along the playoff way they're going to basically do something. I know they're going to do something that to signify how they feel about it. And I'm not surprised, man. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But it's just the timing when things come when you least expect it. That's the, that's the thing and it has a serious impact. And it, it drains you, man. It drains you to a point. That was does to you. Well, you know, I, I, I can't really understand, and as Charles Barkley put it today, I can't understand how a person who is in a league where 85% of the people that are employed by the NBA being basketball players is, is so prevalent, including probably on his team you know, is predominantly African-American. Right. And and the irony of this thing, the, iron, the complete irony of this thing, is that the individual, the individual has, uh, you know what I'm saying, a girlfriend that is Hispanic and African-American. And in his, part of his rants, and let me just read one, a couple of these rants for you. It bothers me a lot when you broadcast that you're associating with black people. Do you have to? How about your life every day? You can do whatever you want. You can sleep with black people. You can bring them in. You can do whatever you want. The little I ask is you're not promoted, and don't bring them to my games. People feel certain things about Hispanics towards blacks. Blacks especially feel certain things towards other groups. It has been, been that way historically, and it will always be. Don't put him, Magic Johnson, in an Instagram for the world to see so they have to call me and don't bring him to my games. 
Now, my question is, when you say people that call you, what individuals are you worried about that are calling you that's going to say something about of all people to insult, one of the greatest of all times ambassadors and players in NBA history being Urban Magic Johnson, Michigan State alumnus and everything else, and who is a beloved member of the city of Los Angeles, both in, 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 in athletics and in, in, in social media and in, in, in basketball, and now part ownership and, and, and responsible for bringing the, the Dodgers back to the dominant state that they're in right now. And yet, of all the people in the world that you choose to have a problem with someone taking a picture with an Instagram with, there it is. It is also noted that a, another former Laker who you, who you have a problem with who, who is still uh, has a, a deal in litigation because you have more lawyers and he has less money is Elgin Baylor, also another uh, Laker and, and longtime you know, sports phenomena or sports uh, a legend, and he alleged right. the same thing. And then your history goes back even further to where you are the subject of a, a, a legal a discrimination case uh, based on based on a, a housing that you were part of, saying that you would not rent your your housing uh, uh, to to, my, to minorities, and what's and what's killing me is that when you sit up here and you're benefiting off of the effort that African Americans are putting in for you, and when you are you know have 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 a a litany of of, of past statements, and I don't want to even call them missteps because this is a habitual. Uh, uh, regular uh, things that you have done and continue to do that make yourself not only look like a racist, but an ignorant racist in light of the fact that the people, the very people that you are bashing are the very people that uh, support what you do and are in there. And the, and the hugest irony of all, you are not only for, for your first, but for your second NAACP award. You are right. 2016 well. Honoree, and this would be your second NAACP award. So, what does that speak to on what you're saying? You're due to get this on the 15th of next month, less than three weeks away. Well, you know what, Neil? I'm going to tell you this, though, man. You know what the real deal is, though, is that everything you say is absolutely right, man. And I agree with you totally. And the thing that's going on, man, is that, you know, it's waking us up slowly. We are slowly waking up. It's, you know, it's like what Paul Mooney said. It's a nigga wake-up call. And it's one of those things, man, that people are starting to really get very conscious. Because if you don't understand what's going on, I don't know what the fuck you, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting on. And it's real. And uh, I, I think the NBA, I'm waiting to see what the NBA going to do. Because if they don't do what they need to do, it's not only the Clippers. I'm done with the NBA. Yeah, I'm sure a lot you know, of people Yeah, because yeah, what I'm saying is, man, is that you know it's like the system for a long time the situation been broke, it has not been fixed. This is a situation where it should have been done a long time ago. You know, we should have black ownership in these in this football. I said this a long time ago about you know black labor, white wealth. And I was saying something that there's not enough owners, black owners in the league. That's NFL, everything. They own everything. But when you get to the point to where the situation has grown, like the NBA, NFL, you get to a capacity 
that it doesn't even look like you own it because it's like somebody been doing it for so long and doing it so well, it looks like they own it. And I'm talking about the players. Now it's getting to the point where they're tinkering and they're tinkering with it and they're saying things and getting bored with the fact they're holding it, that it's just slowly getting away with the change right now. And I think eventually what's going to happen, you're going to start seeing black ownership. They're going to have to come to that. It's going to have to come to that. It's going to have to come to that because it's getting to a point where the old people that run this stuff, they're not doing it right. You know, not doing it right. And they get lazy on the situation. And and the players, I'm glad they see this. I'm glad they, this is a great thing, man. Uh, it, it's, it's bad for the game of basketball, but for us as black people, it's a great situation because we need to see this. We need to be conscious. We need to wake us up. You know, they need to get us in the focus on saying, hey, I need to look at my situation. I need to think about what's going on with me. I need to get deep, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like when I go to my job, I got to really think about myself, man. Think about what's going on. You know, you got to be on your defense. You got to be on your game now. Because if you come in there thinking that everything is okay and everything is all right, you're happy like Pharrell and something like that, trust me, you can get you get you get dropped on and you get dogged on, and you wonder why. Hey, why? Because understand, you don't have a problem with them. They got a problem with you. Our problem is their problem. Our problem is that they have a problem with us. And until we understand that, we're gonna always have the situations. Everybody just start waking up and think a clue it is. You know, even like Diddy. You know, Diddy, he's talking about getting into, you know, being an NFL owner. Well, you know what? Everybody dislike, like, whatever. Did There's some things about him I don't like. I don't like. It's a lot of things about him I don't like. But at the same time, even him, with he have all his money, whatever, he got to be thinking to himself like, you know what? This ain't right. Everybody got to be thinking about it. Everybody has to come to their mindset to try to do something toward making the situation right for us. Not by him getting suspended, not by him getting fined or whatever, but getting us into the point of empowering us to do a lot more than what we can and have a lot more, you know, uh, be a stronger and be more respectful to each other and work together. We may not agree on this and agree on this, but we do have something in common that we have to do for us because tomorrow our youngest, youngsters will need the opportunity to fall into something that we created. Because if we don't create nothing for them, there's going to be a cycle going on for on and on of not having nothing. So we got to make a stand and pay attention and mark this situation down. As a matter of fact, I wish that was a T-shirt or a uh, some kind of makeup right now, because if I did, every event that goes on, I would create a T-shirt and date it and date like a newspaper and sell those T-shirts so everybody can have a T-shirt to remind them about what happened or what happened that day, because this is a historical day that people need to chalk down on their memory bank. I agree with that 110% of everything that you just said right there. And a lot of us, you know what I'm saying, we, we hear stuff like this go down, we see something happen or, you know, something like this pops up in, 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 in under one of the most, you know, unfortunate, you know, circumstances that there are. 
and we see these things happen, and we don't really seize the moment that we hear it. And that's what's so beautiful about this blog talk radio stuff because you get the opportunity to soak up this information and to soak up this this uh, this dogma that this cat was was spitting out of his face. And right. and when 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 we sit up and we can can realize that you know we thought that things because Obama got elected to office it changed. And then we look up and we find out that not only had none of this stuff changed, but that in a lot of ways we're still worse off than we were beforehand. There's, I mean, you can change presidents. You can change, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, uh, different uh, people in these offices, and, and all that stuff's nice. I mean, it's just, that's a wonderful thing. But when you get these people, that still is on that level where they act still like they're just a bunch of animals and they don't they don't really comprehend, you know, you know, the importance of, of the stupidity that they're putting out there and the fact that, you know, we have children that you know, that, that, that watch these programs and, and watch what's going on, see what's happening and stuff. And we just try to, you know, you know, allow people like this to just just continue to have ownership of things and, and see stuff like this. Somebody made a remark that I read earlier today, and, it, and I took it right to heart. And and I think they said something along the lines of, this is exactly why we need and still need to have affirmative action. Because this guy is in a position, not only of, of, of wealth and power, and as the girl on the tape said, is not only in, in, a, in, a, in a point where, you know, he's in an elevated position, but he's in the, in the, in the uh, decision-making process that literally will cause people, uh, you know, money, jobs, careers, and everything else. So this is not something that we can just more or less shove under the under the table or under the board. I mean, I heard I heard in, in another group this ignorant uh, brother that was, was supposedly speaking up and defending, uh, you know, what this what this man did today. And basically, you know, uh, you know, saying that what he did was all right, but this is also the same person that that uh, sits up and you know, uh, you know, uh, says you know says uh, that somehow it was better to have George Bush in than it was to have Barack Obama, which is which to me defies gravity that a brother can can fix them out to say that, knowing that there's a clear there was a clear difference between uh, you know the, the current regime of president and and which you heard, you know, or saw, you know, uh, you know, during his regime or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. That's, that's really kind of off subject. But the point that I'm making and where I'm going with this thing is that it, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever that an individual like this is still allowed to be out here making these ignorant statements or a person, people, you know, that's supposed to be educated and have so much education. You know, a long time ago, I learned a long time ago that, just because you got money in your pockets don't make you intelligent. Just because you yeah, got money in your pockets, you know, nah, there's no guarantee. People, people, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, man, but you're right about that. We, we, we have to understand something, man. We have to understand, man, that money, money can get you things, 
But money can also, man, hurt you, man. It puts you in a position, man, to where you obtain so much to making money and being successful that you try to, you just you trying to maintain and keep something. You're trying to maintain that lifestyle, and then you get to the point where you you almost do anything for money. See, people think too, the, 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 the black people, man, that we always have a problem with, man. We thinking that hey, you got to hey, you getting paid, you getting paid, and yeah, we all want get we all want to get paid. But don't let but don't let money don't don't let money make you create the money. Though you make the money, but don't let the money make you. That's the problem, oh, man. Hold that, hold that thought right there. I want you to finish that shit in just a moment. We have a caller coming in. Nine five four. You're on the Flossy Jeezy Show worldwide. What is your name and where are you calling from this evening? Flossy GZ, this is the boy Poetic, and I was just calling. I'm calling from Florida, actually. Um, I was calling um, to support you, man, and I was just listening to to you about the uh, racist comment that the uh, owner of the Clippers made, and uh, no, and like you said, man, it can call jobs and stuff like that. I agree. He's a man in power, and uh, and honestly. It it, it it makes the whole, um, you know, it, it, it's an effect on the whole organization when he speak in in that position on as on a on a racist scale, definitely. But I'm I'm just tuning in, man, and I, you know I don't want to get too off track, so I definitely just listening in, checking guys right, out. I'm glad you called. We we definitely appreciate having having you over. That's a, a great friend a great colleague who uh, runs the Hip Hop National Radio Show Network, you know, getting uh, fellas and, and young men and women out there, uh, you know, with their music and everything, and, and always bringing something very educational to the table whenever we both support both sides of, of what we're doing. Kind of to give you a rundown on, on what Norris and I were saying, because he was making a point, and I want to get back to him, is that this is an individual, man, that not only has made racist comments today, but he has a history you know what I'm saying, a propensity of ignorance where it goes back uh, a few years ago where he, uh, you know, it, it has a federal lawsuit that was out against him where the government's trying to get at him because he's denying basic housing to uh, uh, African-Americans, Hispanics, and minorities and touting racist diatribe on that. And then he, he makes this statement today, and the irony is he was up for, of all things, of all things, a second NAACP award where the people that are honoring, you know, his contributions and things that he's doing uh, and, and everything. And, and come to find out that, you know, you talk about a wolf in sheep's clothing, he's dating an African-American a Hispanic sister uh, of mixed cultures who definitely has a strong head on her shoulders. And I think this may have been the case where maybe she just got fed up with him saying things all along and in her statements, and I'm trying to, trying to dig it up right now where I can play part of the audio for you, where this individual is sitting up and saying disparaging things, and the whole time he's talking, he's getting more and more angry at her because she's making too much sense for what he has to say, which is completely ignorant. And if, and if I may, you know, read a couple of things here, uh, for, for which he was saying, first of all, that the mayor, also the mayor of Los Angeles is saying exactly how despicable uh, he feels about this guy's, uh, you know, saying the racist rants that he did. People in the world to, to insult over a, over a picture that was taken, it was Magic Johnson uh, whose picture the, the lady took, 
and she put it on Instagram, and he's highly upset and perturbed that it's him to the point where she, where he said, I heard on the tape, where he said, if you want to F blank blank him, then go ahead and do that too. And you're talking about the, the one of the greatest ambassadors of the game of all times, and this man is making these disparaging comments. So, I mean, this guy, this isn't some, uh, he's a, what they call it in driving when you're drinking and driving getting caught several times. He's a habitual offender so far as things go. He's even got uh, Elgin Baylor twisted up in a lawsuit and, and, and got him all dying down. So I'm like, this guy is really showing himself to be not only a wolf in sheep's clothing, but a person who's very, very um, not only dishonorable but has no business receiving uh, any type of NAACP award or any type of humanitarian award, if that is truly your feeling, in a genre, for which is basketball, for which uh, 80%, 80 to 85%, according to Charles Barkley, are employed under him. And the fact that you have this much clout and this much power at your disposal and you make blatant, ignorant uh, remarks like this, I mean, I mean, it's, this is, once again, one of the reasons why, and I told, uh, 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 you know, uh, Sugar Ray earlier, that this is one of the reasons why affirmative action should remain in place at all times. Because you got people like this that are making decisions literally on people's lives, and, and, and your influence or what, or what have you is directly linked to, you know, people's success and making it or, or, or not making it, cutting it or not cutting it. And on, on a whim, you can just wake up one day and just, uh, you know, fire a whole staff of people. And you have done that before, too. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's polarizing. It's pulverizing. And I, I just can't believe that in 2014, you know, all these years, you know, after the, you know, all the, the great things that have happened to the country and everybody else trying to get along and do stuff, that they still get dinosaurs out here that, as they said before on the, uh, on the, on the song, uh, um, you know, self-destruction, you know, some people still just don't get it. Well, you know what, man? You know, you have to understand, though. You have to understand this, man, and, and it's one of the biggest things that people need to understand. You know, I, I, I was I was watching that uh, documentary of Hidden Colors one time. One of the things on the Hidden Colors too, the guy was saying that, you know, we don't have a problem. Our problem is that they got a problem with us. So you have to understand, man, is that. When people think about racism and they talk about racism stuff like that, the, the the biggest thing that people trip me out about is is that really when a white person starts talking about racism, how can they talk about racism? Because they have really they never really really been race have they never been nobody been racist to them. What I'm trying to say is they don't know the effect of racism like we do. So they'll say something and they act on something off instinct because they have no conscience on how it will feel. They don't have that they don't have that genetic feel that we have for for centuries, so for years, you know what I'm saying, of how we've been mistreated. So we know it quick and fast in the hurry. And for this guy I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hello? I was talking to you. Can you, you guys hear that? What's the issue? The issue is we don't want to I'm not broadcasting anything. You got to turn off our radio. I didn't do anything wrong. Can you guys hear that? Nobody said you did anything wrong. 
I don't do anything wrong. I want you guys to listen to this. People call you and tell you things about me that are not true. I'm not broadcasting anything. With minorities, why? What's wrong with minorities? What's wrong with black people? Nothing. What's wrong with you? Talking to an enemy. I, I get nothing wrong with minorities. They're fabulous. Fabulous. Because you're an enemy to me. Why? Because you don't understand. I don't understand what. Nothing. Nothing. That racism steal is a lie. No, but there's a culture. What is people it? steal certain things? Hispanics steal certain things towards blacks. Blacks steal certain things towards other groups. It's been that way historically, and it will always be that way. But it's not that way in my heart and in my mind. But maybe you want to adjust to the world. But why? The world doesn't do anything for me, and they don't make me happy. No, I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to argue. I can't be racist in my heart. And that's good. I'm living in a culture, and I have to live within the culture. So that's the way it is. That's how I... Did you gentlemen hear that? Wow. This is what I'm yeah. saying. That, that's that's wow. just the first thing. No, man, it's just that you got the live feed, brother. Where you get that feed? <laughs> wow. That's Did me. you hear that? Did you hear yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, 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 hold, on, just, hold on, just a little bit more. I'm going to give you just a little bit more of this, because that's, that's only 143 of 9 minutes and 26 seconds of this coward crying to this chick because she's standing up and saying, look, I'm a minority, I'm African-American and Hispanic, and yet you have this attitude, and you're this, this cultured man, and it's going to get down to the Magic Johnson point, and we're going to come back and forth to this thing while we're on here, but I just want you to hear just a little bit more. Please be, please be patient just a moment. God, I got to hold this. I don't, you're, you're, you can't be flexible. You can't I am flexible. I understand that that's the way you were raised, and that's your culture, and I'm respectful. Well, why, why do you want to disrespect oh. them? Those are Who am I disrespecting? The world before you. Why am I disrespecting them? Well, what, by, by walking, do you perceive that either a Latina or a white girl, why should you be walking properly with black people? Why? Either a black or a Does it matter if they're white or blue or yellow? I guess that you don't know that. Maybe you're stupid. Maybe you don't know what people think of you. It does matter, yeah. It matters. Do you know that I'm Nick? No, I don't know. You know that I'm Nick. You told me you were going to remove those. You said, yes, I understand you. I mean, you change from day to day. Wow. So painful. Wow. People call you and tell you that I have black people on my Instagram, and it bothers you. Yeah, it bothers me a lot if you want to broadcast that you're associating with black people. You have to. You associate with black people. I'm not you, and you're not me. You're supposed to be a delicate white or a delicate Latina girl. I'm a mix.
because of your upbringing? You want me to have hate for black people? I don't want you to have hate. That's what people do. They turn things around. I want you to love them privately in your whole life. Every day you can be with them. Every single day of your life. But they're not in public? But why publicize it on the Instagram and why bring it to my games? Why bring the black people to the games? I... Well, as, as you guys can, can see and tell from hearing that, and like I said, I played half of it, get the other half of it. So far, what do you gentlemen think of what you just heard? What, what, do, you, what do you gentlemen think of what you just heard right there? It's crazy, man. I mean, hey, man, I mean, I think about, first of all, the lady man is really, she's really dipsy. I mean, you could tell she's off into luxury and money and trying to be somebody she's not, you know. You know, and the thing about it with her is uh, she's very lost because any 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 real sister wouldn't have, wouldn't, wouldn't even be in that position, first of all. At the same time, wouldn't even have it. It wouldn't go down like that. And same thing for my Mexican people. They wouldn't go down like that either. They wouldn't handle that. The real Mexicans won't deal with that. But with him, he he's a sleazeball, man. He's a guy who basically has a strong opinion, and he's been that way for a long time. I'm quite sure he's the owner, and he made he got the position. Because if you look at all the stuff he owns, I'm serious. You look at, if you ever look at all the stuff he owns, it's a lot more than just basketball. He, I bet he is really what you call a slave master. He comes from part of a long line of those. He probably his grandfather, his dad, his father, even grandfather, all this stuff. So he basically, it's not surprising that he's a slime guy like that. He's a guy who has money and has no respect to get money off the labor of my people. But man, it's crazy to hear that. Mm. Um, do you think? I mean, do you think he was intoxicated that he just ran off the mouth like that, or and it just it just let out the truth for him, or is it no. just something that just been bubbling beneath, and he's been wanting to get it off his chest to her? I think it's premeditated. I, I think it's something that he he basically. I think she set him up. Because they had a discussion before. I think she had this. I think it was all premeditated. She set him up, and she and she created want to get an argument with him and find out what the deal is. Because some women like to debate, and he's the guy who feel like he could say anything he wants. And they got to a situation where she probably did a favor for him, or had sex with him, or something like that, and got him in the mood, and then brought the argument up to the point where they go there and start talking about it, and she recorded him. I think it's something like that. Because I'm gonna give you a little insight. Let me give you a little insight on what on what this is going on here. Evidently, the way that they tried to spin it before the game went off is that, and and this was the gentleman that works with uh, I forget what his name is right off the top, but he works with Shaq and he works with Kenny Smith and he's the the commentator for TNT. Evidently, this this uh, individual. Uh, has their, their, his family 
has a lawsuit against her. They have a lawsuit against her. And from the word he was just saying right there to her is that uh, everybody perceives you as white or Hispanic. And what she's telling him is that, no, I'm not white or Hispanic. I'm Mexican and black, and you know that already. And that's what she's getting on the tape. So to me... It, you know, if it started out as an, it, it might not be, it sounds a little bit slanted like it may have been some extortion that was maybe going to go on, but the fact that he would have these type of comments, and I'm quite sure he's made them before, and maybe it was just a case where his family is trying to spin it, saying, well, this is just a person that's bitter because there's a lawsuit in against her. Well, that doesn't make sense because if there's a lawsuit in against her, why is he sitting up here appearing to beg with her to stay with him and to be with him or whatever it is if that lawsuit was prevalent? No, I think that this is one of these cover-up jobs where they're trying to say, okay, we got a lawsuit against her, that's why she's doing this. But this guy is clearly sitting there having this conversation with her and saying all these things and, and expressing to himself feels you know, down in his heart, because what happens is you might even be laying up together. We don't know if it's on the phone or what, but I don't hear any audios or, or fading, and that's like, like it's an audio, but I think wherever she was at or wherever he went to, she, whatever form, however look at laid down, she's recording him, giving his purest uh, thoughts because his guards are completely down, and he's thinking that he's talking to just her. And I'm quite sure that wherever it's at, he went to where she was at because other than her phone or a, a, a dictator thing inside of her bag, a dictation machine inside of her bag, she got this guy somewhere where they're relaxed and he's just all out of it and hurt and everything because, you know, basically you heard what he said, I, have, I don't want you uh, promoting this or, or showing all of this, right, and the people that I talk to, are calling me about it. Well, what kind of people, I'll ask again, what kind of people are you hanging around when you have to be concerned what your girlfriend's doing and who she's hanging out with? And when you say, you know, and, and whoever these, this circle of, of uh, you know, five percenters on the other side of what the, of what the original five percenters are, which is us, are on, what, what, what is the element are you hanging around where this much judgment's coming in? And I would feel that based on what I've heard thus far, it's a very racist amount of people that you're around who have money because for whatever reason, there are some people that are hypnotized that have money and they're thinking that money means status and that you're somebody. And unfortunately, if that was the case, you wouldn't be dealing with somebody who didn't have money. I think you had thought you had yourself a little slave, somebody to mess around with, and you found out that this person was stronger than you thought, and now you know it. Yeah, so, man, that's great. It's, it's all the I'd like for you guys to hear the other four minutes of this, and I'm going to bring uh, Rawhide in uh, from from Portland, and so he can hear the remainder of this. Uh, Rawhide, you're on deck, and 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 in the What's uh, facility here. Hey, we're listening to audio from the uh, uh, L.A. Uh, owner debacle. We have uh, right. Poetic in the building, and we have uh, Sugar Ray uh, Robinson in the building, and. Uh, before you comment, I'm going to play the last uh, three and a half, close to four minutes of this audio where this guy is begging like a puppy dog for this girl to give up her lineage and her roots, so to speak, 
and uh, you'll, hear the comments, you'll hear the comments that this idiot had to say about Magic Johnson as well, and it's quite disturbing. I'm sorry that you still have people around you that are full of racism and hate in their hearts. I'm sorry that you're still racist in your heart. I'm sorry that you live in the world that still... How about, the, how about your whole life? Every day. You could do whatever you want. You could sleep with them. You could bring them in. You could do whatever you want. The little I ask you is not to promote it on this and, and not to bring it to my game. I don't bring anyone to the game. Okay, but there's nothing to argue about. I don't know. Okay, we got a big problem here. I, I really don't feel like going anywhere. I don't feel like going to Europe. I don't feel like the storm is the whole thing. You can't feel it. You didn't like someone that I was with. I was stop seeing the person. I'm sorry. I don't have any more friends. What would you like me to do? Remove the skin color out of my skin? Is that a, a real issue, or are you making something up? I, mean, I just don't understand what the issue is. Is something wrong with you or your skin color? Why are you saying these things? To upset me? Sweetie, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, kid. You made a giant mistake, both of us. Everything you say to me is so painful. Oh, I want you to change the color you see. You know how to really hurt somebody. Instead of saying, I, I understand. I don't understand how you can have so much hate towards minorities. I don't have any hate on nothing. I cannot understand. Why would you say how that? How a person like you who's elevated, who's here, still feels above the world, and you can't even be seen with someone in which is considered of a different skin color. You can be with me all day long and all night long. I can't believe that a man who's educated, a man who's a scholar, a man who's... Don't believe it. Stop talking about it. Let's finish our discussion with a period, okay? You're not making any good points. You can't believe this man. You're That's all I have. I'm not a good person in your eyes. If I was a good person, you would say, you would say, I have to leave this. I can't leave that. Look at my sister. Look at all life. I love this. Look at all this negativity I, coming from there's me. There's no negativity. I love everybody. I'm just saying, in your cloudy instant rant, you don't have to have yourself with walking with black people. You don't have to. If you want to, do it. And with white people, it's okay? And it was Larry Bird, but it kept me a difference? You're just a big fighter. I could see who would want to live with a woman like you. Who would want to live with a woman? All you ever wanted to do was fight. You're a born fighter. I'm sorry that you're mad. In the worst mouth. Why are you so angry? Honey. What's wrong? 
Why don't you bring a blurry bird? What has he got to do with it? You can walk all night long with your sisters or your family. I I saw someone I admire. I admire Magic Johnson. Okay, good. I'm sorry. Okay. He's made a lot of changes for his community, for the world, for the people, for the minorities. He's helped a lot of people. Why are you forcing this down my throat? I'm finished talking to you. I have nothing more to say. And I took a picture with someone I admired. Good. And he happens to be black, and I'm sorry. I, I think it's nice that you admire him. I know him well, and he should be admired. And I'm just saying that it's too bad you can't admire him privately and, and bring your entire life, your whole life, admire him. Bring him your feet and your him. I don't care. You can do anything. But don't put him on an instrument so the world has to see so they have to call me. And don't bring him into my case, okay? I'm not a boss. I don't know him personally. Please leave me alone. Please, please. Goodbye. As long as you know I can do anything, you feel better. No, you can never make me feel better. You're just a fighter if you want to fight. Man, oh man, you can bring Magic Johnson in, feed him, fuck him, uh, you, you're kidding me, right? I mean, I mean, seriously. You said you, said you could that she could do that with Magic Johnson, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? You can feed him, you know, finagle him. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I got my man Portic in the house, and he's you know, a brother, brother saved and doing his business. So I don't, I don't want to come off like that. But you understand what I'm saying? You know, I mean, the, the, the complete disrespect, and you can understand why Irving Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 icon, uh, uh, ambassador to, to, to the NBA, you know what I'm saying, brings the, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers back, you know, when they, when they were having financial problems, you know, bought the team for the city, has done all that he's done. But he has to have this type of disrespect just because you can't breathe because your head shoved up your butt. I don't understand why. I understand why it's necessary to have this type of venom and the, and the, and the sister suddenly telling you, hey, look, you know, look, I'm black, I'm this, you know, what, what is it? And all you're telling her is that she's a fighter and all you just have to do is just roll over. Well, no matter what we can say about her, at least she, for whatever reason she did this, at least she stood her ground and she gave a whole lot of people, you know, a, a lot of Illuminati, a lot of illumination of the thing. I'm not talking about Illuminati like the rap stuff that goes around. I'm talking about the, 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 the uh, Latin word for Illuminati, as you know, is illumination. So if, so if this was Illuminati at its finest, well, I'm glad the rug got pushed off yet another roach. Let's get him out the house before he starts laying eggs. Well, I'm going to tell, tell you this right now, man. I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, she, she's in... She's in trouble right now. She needs mm-hmm. to be watched. Yeah, she's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's definitely in trouble, man. Because the thing Without about it, yeah. Because listen to that tape. She had some intentions. She had some intentions. That's why she kept arguing with him. She had intentions of recording. This is all premeditated. Because something probably happened before that. The way she said, "I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you." Probably some get back stuff. But I'm thinking at the same time, man. He is what he is, and that's the, and there's no doubt. We know he's a racist pig. He's just been exposed really big. But she better she watch better, out. She better watch out for her life. Yes, exactly, man. Because and I'm not kidding. I'm thinking, because that's power. Power. And I'm thinking at the wild, man, 
that's going to be something that's going to really go down and that's going to be a lot deeper than what people expect. This situation is going to be this situation is a little bigger than um, the Clippers. It's yeah. going to go on. It's going. It's going. It's going to get bigger. But I think. I think. I think he may be stepping out. Of the, he might sell the team. I, I think that might be his thing. He might just sell the team. I would hope he do so to Seattle. And I think the same thing, man. Is uh. Somebody's gonna be hurt. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. She yeah. she just bark. I mean, she's barking up the wrong. She's doing it with intention, but she she's putting it out there before before all of the uh, everything catch up with her. She knows she, this is strategic. That's all I can say. Yeah. You, you, you know what? Man? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this to you guys, man, and I'm gonna say this to you. This is something weird, man. This is something I've been watching the whole. I, I, I've been watching the whole entire NBA season, and I've been wondering, man, what's going on. You see the fall of the Lakers, man, but you see the buildup of the Clippers. One of the biggest things I've been seeing, and I said the reason why I picked the Clippers to win it all because they got the machine behind them, because I was talking about Chris Paul doing um, commercials. You got Blake Griffin doing commercials. And they got all these players coming in, all these guys, that just their big names are coming over there. And the thing about it, man, it's like it's a lot of things that happen their way, man. Now this situation happened. It it would be a situation, it'd be kind of funny if they win the whole thing, man, and have some kind of – I mean, it just seemed weird to me. I, if they don't win, okay, I think it would be a situation they probably say, hey, we, we decide we're not playing. But if they play and watch and watch how the NBA treat them guys, they make it – they make it – they might not get the foul calls – they make it everything. They they may win the whole thing and be that NBA story. They put NBA on the map again because NFL is the shit right now. I'm just saying, man. I could be wrong. It's just kind of weird how the situation has fallen along so much, man. I don't know, but I think they were laying up together because he said, I don't want to go anywhere. Uh, I think they were laying up. I think he had plans to go somewhere with her. And I, whatever he said or whatever he did, did, that is a true definition, audio tape, in the dictionary. You had an audio dictionary for a woman scorned. And there's no fear. Hell have no fury like it, as they say. No fury like a woman scorned. Man, you, you know what I'm saying? A woman scorned, man. A right. woman scorned, man. And I don't know what he said. What he did, yeah, because... <laughs> and, 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 and the thing about it, man, think about it. Hey, another thing too, man. Don't say we need. We need also, even though she says she's she's Latino and she's black, we gotta look at the fact that she's black. Understand yeah. that. Let me ask you guys this. Let me ask this. After listening to the audio, um, do you feel that it was more about? Uh, it's uh, specifically coming from um, th- this guy's point of view of him not even knowing that he's being recorded and talking to this woman. Do you feel that uh, this was more about uh, his hatred for race, meaning that he's thinking that his race is more superior, or do you see it more as a lover's quarrel? I think it's I think it's superiority, and the only reason I would say I- that. 
Go ahead. I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm gonna let you guys wait and get Charles up, and I'll say mine. Go ahead. Go ahead. That was the question. Yeah. I like to share it because when we come over here, it's our program, and that's just mine. You know what I'm saying? I kinda, I'm like, <laughs> I, I like, like to let everybody get in there and steal it because, you know, we've been places, you know, other places where it's not like it is, that. But my, my well, thing is what it is. He, he's, he's, a, uh, he's a racist, and he doesn't like blacks. And the fact that it wasn't here, he don't have a problem. In fact, he's Latino. That's why he said it so much. He doesn't have a problem with that. He wants her to be that. He likes that. But when she, but when she's speaking anything black, as long as he's speaking against that, he's always speaking bad about that. See, that's what the that's what the, that's where the thing comes in at, man. It's not about anything else. It's every time you listen to tape, think about how many times they talk about the black part and how much that's like a like a problem. But with everything else, Latino is like. But she was bringing that up, like it. Problem though, was it him bringing it up or her? I would say this. I would say it's been bubbling in her for a while. She's been talking to somebody else about it, and she just got fed up and she just spilled the beans and she said, "I'm gonna record him because people won't believe how he talks to me." And she did it. Yeah, exactly. It's premeditated. It's premeditated. Yeah, and, and, and you heard how he was talking down to her. And like I said, not only the woman scoring thing, let's keep something in mind. The name Sterling is German, okay? And you, if you listen to what he said in the first half of the tape, he said that the people that, I'm, that, 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 that call me up and are talking about you being with this black man. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it, 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 with people like this and that, that, that uh, master race complex, Thing because here again, you know, under the rules of the, I'm going strictly under the rules of the, the Hidden Colors video and the history that we have and the power that we have, especially in Europe. This this old German, this Sterling guy, and I'm sure I can look up his the etymology or his his origin of, of who he is, right? Uh, the fact he's a German and they've got that master race complex thing going with the money and, and the European uh, attitude and and the whole thing, and it's, and it's prevalent over here now because you can hear it on all our medium. It sounds like we're in London somewhere when you hear people talking now. Um, and him having all this money and all this power, this is something I've said before. He's like the drunken driver who keeps getting pulled over for DUI. He's a habitual offender. This is the same guy who has projects and, 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 and living uh, uh, spaces back east and the reason why he's out west in the first place, he was back east, and he stated, and I'll bring it up here in just a bit as we continue to discuss this, where he did not want blacks and Hispanics in his in his his, his places, his dwellings. It's a federal law that says you cannot discriminate in housing based upon any of the atypical things, whether it's race, sex, free, now partnerships, all that stuff. That they now trying to godfather in on the. Civil Rights Act, um, and, and this guy has already done this before. Elgin Baylor, who is also an icon and a former Laker, has a multi-million-dollar lawsuit because of a wrongful termination when he just woke up one morning and decided, "Look, I don't want this nigga running my the family business no more or trading places." Do you honestly think I'd have a nigga running the family business? And the other guy says, "Neither would I." It's the same thing. This guy has a propensity 
and he has a a a a a uh, a uh, a oh I don't know the, the proper word to give it, but his dichotomy, his makeup says that I am not going to respect anything black. I'm part of a master type of uh, of, of of race kind of thing where he heard what he said. He said to people that are calling me up and saying that you're hanging out with this black guy, but all of a sudden, and he said, you, you, everybody views you for what you've been telling them, that you are Hispanic and white, and everybody sees you as a half-white, half-Hispanic girl. So when she said that she was black, she was not only saying what it was, but she's further exposing him. Not that she didn't expose him by just saying what she was saying, but she's further exposing him by saying it over and over again that you are dating a black girl. You are dating a black girl because she has hung out with his friends. He's been passing her off as not being African-American, a mixture or anything else, and the fact that she's African-American, he's, not, he's, hasn't been, he's been passing up as something else. Now all of his friends have found out that it's completely different, and this tape verifies it. That child's in trouble, and if I was her, I'd go find some place to hide until I, until I had got my act together and figured out what was going to happen because there's going to be a problem for her because she's not only exposed him, but he's, he, she's exposed him to uh, a whole lot of grief that's going to come from whoever this circle of friends is that's got money and, and stuff invested and tied up too because this guy with the lawsuits, he had to pay back. He's, he doesn't seem like the type of guy who's – you're back in, Rawhide. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's bright enough to carry this team and this responsibility all for himself. And I think it's, it's a multiple thing, and I think that it's all based upon racism more than anything else. Now you've got a guy who's clearly upset that he was flabbergasted at the end there because she's exposed him and she's got a problem. Mm. That's all I got. He's got. She's got a problem. Oh. No, she better run and hide, man. She. That sister better run and hide because not, not, uh, he's not, probably. I mean, hmm. Wow. Let me, got this, me, this, this. This is clear and concise out there in the public, but um, I right. wonder at what point in time did he realize? I guess. It was after the fact that she exposed it to the media, and that's how he ended up finding out that it's been out there. It's out there. I guess that's how it rolled out. Yeah, it's a, I, 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 I don't know. I've got this. You know, that's interesting, man. You know, the, the, those, those little specifics like that, man, I'm, I'm kind of curious too, man, that question you just asked. Yeah, because don't get me wrong. Now that it's out there, I mean, it's exposed. He, she, she, she's safe in one sense because not everybody knows it's public information to a degree. To a degree, but you, 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 she, I got to tell you like this: they better put some serious high security on her because she's got to watch out. Yeah, you watch out. Let me let me ask you guys this question, man. What do you guys think right now, man, that the uh, – I mean, what do you guys think the Clippers should do, the players, the coach? What do you guys think they should do tomorrow? Keep playing. Uh, keep doing the job they do. Right. Yeah, they get paid to do a job. Um, right. You know, right. You know it, it's like uh, it, it, I was telling, uh, you know, Flossie this earlier today. It, it's nothing new. Everybody knew he was a racist. Everybody know that most of these team uh, uh, team owners. Believe are me, they deal, they deal with it. They're glad he's exposed. 
Right. You know, and um, yeah. I haven't I haven't listened to the whole conversation, but the little bit that you played for me, um, man, all I really hear is man, hell knows no fury like a woman scorned. So I don't know uh, what he did to piss her off, and it might have been that situation of of uh, his racist ass, you know, saying, man, don't be up there with with Magic Johnson, when really it, it could have been for him that. Uh, you know, I, I I don't want you with no other man at the at the root of it. You know, of course it doesn't help that he's black. You know what I'm saying? But but at the root of it, it could have been like you're supposed to be mine, and you're up there with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and she that that gave her, you know, what I'm saying the the open door to okay, I'm gonna record this racist ass motherfucker and put him out on blast, and I ain't gotta worry about it no more. He gave her a lifestyle based upon some false stuff. And I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, uh, Sugar Ray, but he gave her a, 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 a facade and, and gave her a spending account, evidently, right, where she could be up around someplace where magic is going to be at. So with him being Mr. 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 Biggs, you know what I'm saying, this is Mr. Biggs. You know, with him being Mr. Biggs, and he had all his paper, Right, he didn't gave her an expense account and part of her off. But when he's saying he heard the words, everybody thinks that you're a white girl and, and Hispanic mixed. You're exposing yeah, me yeah. to the people who I care about that you're actually right. black. And that's what he kept right. saying he was worried about. You, if right. you get all, do it privately. If you if you if you're black, well, right. I'm black and Hispanic. But he, I know. I, he said, I know. I know. But you have to do it privately. He has had this. You got to, man. You know how. I, you know. We, look, we all. We all belong here. We, you know how them rich folks is. Go ahead, Sugar Ray. You know how them rich folks is. Right. They, they, they do what he, what he does. He wants to look good when he comes to the game. He wants to look good, and he wants all people around him to look good. That's what he. That's what he exactly wants. The thing about yeah, it, though, man, is that... Yeah. You know, no, it doesn't. But think, but let me say this, though, man. The thing is, is um, I think those players should go ahead and finish up. I, I mean, I, I, you know, this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, let's say progress, live investigation, a lot of stuff they got to do. But the thing about it, though, was really big, mostly important in everything. It's not the Clippers, not the players. It's the NBA. And the thing about it, NBA have to think, you know, think about this. They were talking about suspension and fine. Okay, that's really nothing. But think about this, man. He's still the owner of that team, and he comes back there, and they plan. You got to think, man, that no, he's, nobody going to – that's not an attractive spot. Nobody wants to come there. Nobody wants to play there. Everybody plays against him going to try to kill him. The players that are playing there are going to hate it. But the thing about it is, it creates one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. So they have to they have to do a lot more. They with the best thing, the best scenario for them to do is to sell the team, force him to sell the team, because he in that position, you cannot you can uh, you can come back and apologize. You can say whatever you want, but your first impression is always your last impression. Whatever people know is from what you've done. You can't sweep them under the rug, man. It, it ain't that no more. It ain't that no more. And I, and I think that I really believe that people that spoke out and there's a lot of stuff going around, Twitter and Instagram, because it's the information age, 
Everybody got everybody getting a little conscious right now. Everybody's picking up their things and everybody getting a little weight of knowing stuff and learning. And the thing about it is, man, he got dealt with, man. She burnt him big time. And yes, she did. She burnt him, and I and I hope she got a plan afterwards. Cause man, she better watch out, cause he could pay somebody easily to go get her ass. And what bothers me the most is that through most of the conversation, at least what you just played, because, again, that's all that I've heard of the actual conversation so far, um, he sounded extremely confused of why she was saying these things and what she was talking about. Like, you know, this is uh, something uh, – it smells like a setup. You feel me? She was saying things. She was baiting him, man. You're right. She was baiting him. Yeah, yeah, and as far as the information that was given, it, it's it's kind of clairvoyant because uh, for for us folks, you know, we always got the uh, the the uh, the wise man in the hood or the brother in the hood that's letting us know. Look, uh, to play this game, you've got to do this, this, and this as a black man. You feel me? And now right. you had you had this white man uh, coming to this girl saying, "Hey, look, if you're gonna play this game, if I'm gonna be giving you expense accounts, if you're gonna be kicking it uh, with the people that I kick it with, this is what you got to do. You have to do this, this, and this." And that's what I heard uh, there more than. Uh, I hate black people because, you know, there's a point where she tries to completely set him up, you know, and, and, and uh, just go for the knockout and be like, you know, you hate minorities. And, and he's like, I don't hate minorities. You know what I'm saying? I love them. But what I'm telling you is to play this game, to get your ass out on that court and to play a power forward, this is what you need to do. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But where he, where he messed up at is that, his diatribe and his tone towards black people, and it and, and and what you're saying is absolutely correct. But there is still in the preponderance of evidence and and of the audio that we heard because the first half sounds much like what he was saying in the, in the second half of the, of the game. It's like almost like college. It was two halves of the tape. It's nine minutes and mm-hmm. twenty six seconds. You go to either TMZ or you you click on on online. You know the, uh, the racist rants, or even you can go to YouTube now. It's already made it to YouTube, but that's, that's record time. But it made it to YouTube, and that's what I was playing off of. Is this clown was saying what he was saying in such a way? His, well, I, you know, I me. Mean, I like to do things as I say all the time. I like to look at everything in its entirety, and and, in the, and, and you have to suck, suck in everything that that's going on. And when he keeps having a problem with blacks, owns housing. And he knows there's a federal law. Like this guy is not the sharpest knife in the drawer or the brightest bulb in the box. When you know that there's federal laws that says you can't discriminate in housing, and you're coming out and saying, I'm going to do it regardless, and you would rather take it on the chin with the lawsuit to prove a point so that you can have the type of community that cost Trayvon Martin his life, when you can have the type of propensity to set up and continue to tout the fact uh, oh, my God, it was black. Oh, my God, it was black. And the people that I hang around, and you're absolutely right. If you're going to play this game with me, if you're going to do this, we really have to keep this thing on the low. But for all we know, he could have been up not only around his partners, but you and I both know it's just like with, you know, some of these folks that don't like, you know, Cowboys and some of these other teams. There ain't no, nobody black on, on, the, on the staff up there. You look up in the press box on most NFL teams, and all you see is, is cigars, and that's, the, and that's the brownest thing you see in the box. There's none of us are up there with you. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Depending on what city you're in, it's a big city where you and got staff. And, you know, and exactly. <laughs> so, so, so we already know what it is and what we're looking at, and they're all saying this stuff. And you're sitting in the background as a as a black woman. I know if I was if I was so you know if I was kind of like I'm, I don't know like Blake. And kind, of, and kind of and kind of fitting in with the with, with the scheme and, and all these other things like this, uh, I would you know and I and, I'm, and I have a rich woman and I'm sitting up and, and she she a cougar like he a cougar he's just a male version and, and I got and, and she paying me all this cash I'm having to sit there and listen to stuff if I keep hearing you say the n word one more time. Right, or if you, or if you probably do, he probably did, and slipped up and maybe called her the the double uh, the double jeopardy nigga bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do what I do what I tell you. That could be the last straw because you're right. It sounded like she was in she was in a in a in a, in a fishing trawler boat with a hook with a big hook on it catching guppies. You know what I'm saying? She right. reeled this guppy in, put him on the line, and wound him down just like the pocket fisherman whipped it out of her back pocket and reeled reeled in a, a marlin on on a, on a guppy hook. And, and, and had him saying all this stuff, and he sat there, and she knew that she had already touched, you know, on that, like I said, we're on, on air, and we don't know who's listening, but he, she touched parts of his soul that, that, he, that he just couldn't come back from. And I'll tell you, he sounded like he was, you know, just got hit by Mike Tyson with a Floyd Mayweather uppercut. He was, he was floundering like a bitch right there, begging her, and, and I, I'm just, I just can't believe it. Oh, you, all you had to do was just say this. Man, she had that dude so emotionally wrapped up with that, with that tight squeeze he put on him, man. He didn't know what to do, man. But, and like so 30% was emotionalism. Uh, 64% was, was, was uh, you know, his, his basic nature. And then the other 3%, you can just throw in filler for that. Because, like I said, she already had him knocked out already. He was knocked out before he got to the ring. But the, the, the fact remains, he said the key words that made him look like a racist. And, and honestly, he's no different than uh, any other uh, team owner that's out there. The only difference is he didn't know that he was being recorded and uh, he, was speaking, uh, he was speaking his mind. Uh, if anybody else knew that they were being recorded, they wouldn't have said that shit either. No. You know no. what I'm saying? But, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 it, 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 he got caught. He got caught, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can be mad at him for that, but uh, don't don't take it too much harsher than you would uh, the, the owners of the Blazers because them motherfuckers racist as shit, too. My brother always told me never be mad at nobody that's being themselves. That man was being right. himself. Thank you. Ooh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> he was being himself. <laughs> That's it. He 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 uh, told the truth, uh, talking to this woman who was trying to set him up, and it worked. Um, but honestly, you know, but but when you're being yourself, um, you, you got to take it with a grain of salt, especially if that ain't your conversation. Uh, but hey, man, yeah, all these motherfuckers is racist. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. She made sure she stacked some chips first. I bet you she got some chips first. I bet she probably listened to him for the last for the last eighteen to thirty six months. She probably been with that dude for about three years because if you are somewhere where you can take a picture of Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. hey, I, you ain't gonna run out of Seven Eleven as Magic Johnson. If she's hanging out somewhere where Magic Johnson is standing at, then then chances are those songs say, "But Johnny Mathis, 
I'm going to uh, go to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss briefly um, uh, uh, Chameleonaire's claims that Michael Jordan says, I ain't taking no pictures with no niggas. And we're going we're to discuss that. Yeah, we're going to we're going to discuss that when we get back because, you know, I hope you didn't say that because, bro, man, you know what I'm saying? You, believe it or not, no matter what you're doing, brother, you still a chocolate brother, your damn self. So by the time we get right. back, we'll get this thing figured out, fellas. And, and this, like I said, this is, a, this is a hot button issue, but I want to squeeze them both in and then we can round off whatever, you know, time we got left, which, you know, if we go into overtime, we got, uh, let's see, looks like 34 minutes, two seconds. And it looks like, you know, I'm saying we, we, we're looking pretty good for, for everything that's going on. I'm just going to, you know, go and grab a, a little bit of water, knock down these blood pressure medications real quick because I'm a little hot out of the collar right now. <laughs> and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe throw a premier mix on y'all or something real quick as, uh, as, as it goes down. But, man, I love having you guys on deck. I certainly appreciate yeah. your support on this hot-button issue that uh, – that we're dealing with tonight because it's, it's it's necessary for us to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're on the hook and in the loop, and I don't know who this is that's calling me on the phone, but you guys know the rules. But now you can't call me when we got a got a master blaster on. I'm not going to risk losing these good gentlemen that uh, have taken that out of their busy schedule to come down here and, and check out what's going on on the latest. But, man, it's crazy out here, and if I could find this, this 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 quick mix and and uh, get this thing underway. I'll be underway. I'm, as I said before, I was so so into it. Okay, we're gonna do the part two of this uh, primo mix coming at you live. Live, I did live. There you go. <laughs> It go late night picking up, broke day chopping up, still trying to make that dough when it's hot as fuck. Niggas don't understand the pain will blow you, the money mold you, slow down, son, let me show you, yo. You ever sold crack to your man mother on the back of the block, and she copping for the undercovers? You ever tried to hide the pack from your little brother? Under the... You are now tuned in to the works of mine. Take two steps back, it's gonna hurt your ball. Who the fuck talking that they gonna hurt your mom? I think they want the new P.E. now Ice Cube nigga with an attitude now They wanna do who's immune to the rules So fuse aiming at Q Bitch up on the roof now They want me to say Fuck who in the game If you the best rapper alive The rap's insane I think cream's insane Best producer alive Me upon a track like me Where the gun is kept. 
Cause in the night you'll feel fright And at the sight of a forfeit, I guess you just might Wanna do a dance or two Cause he can maybe bust you for self or with a crew No matter if you or your brother's a star He can pop in the jet Devil search for the secrets to immortality. I alter my physical chemistry. Bop through the valley of the shadow of death. I exist even when no things are left. Vibrations transcend space and time. Pure at heart because I feel. Feel me? Uh, spit that book and book my book. Yo, career crook. Nobody rap Brooklyn like me. Jigger man, volume three. I'm packed looking like me. Stop the presses. Baby girls, drop your dresses. BK, lick a shot for big pop in heaven. Ever since I came through, niggas got the impression. Drop the mic. Are you tired of lyrical liars, fashion flyers? Wanna be MCs but really good tryers? Tripping over mic cords, hitting your board. A total fraud. This kind of thing I can't afford. So I pick up the mic and kill it, kill it, top fill it. The club is a skillet. When MCs get fried in it, you got beef, chill it. Blood, I spill it. After seven long years. When I broke for the street, who else could it be? I'll kill. Explode, my thoughts were drunken from courts of beers Was years back before I still would explore career rap As a music dude, I mastered this Rubik's Cube I'm better than I've ever been Of course, we have Blastmaster KRS-One How many y'all got criminal minded? You, 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 y'all don't be blinded Me, I got no jewels on my neck Why? I don't need them, I got your respect KRS-One, 20 years I rock I do it for and we are back. I love those primo mixes, man. Oh man! But uh, we back in the house this evening, man. Glad I have my fellas on deck. I have my man Poetic in the house. I got my man Rawhide and my main man Sugar Ray. Man, beautiful evening. Hot topics. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, man. Well, let's see. What else do we have here on, on the playlist? Uh, as that thing made it go up, I guess I can scoot over here and find it real quick. Man, I tell you, man, I just I hope that that, that poor child can, you know, like I said, get us cracked together and, and, and figure something out. And I hope she stacked her chips because she might need them to, to live on for a minute because it's going to be hard times coming up, man. It's, that's, that's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Let's see what we got going on tonight. Michael Jordan. Let's start with that Michael Jordan thing, man. Michael Jordan. You know, this to me, as as we start this thing out, is one of those kind of deals where, you know, you you, you seem to to have... uh, uh, Okay, God bless my man tonight. Thanks again. Okay. You seem to have this this kind of thing where this is one of the, the problems that Sugar Ray talks about all the time, where we can't just can't seem to to be able to wrench ourselves away from uh, ourselves. We 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 have trouble stumbling over our own shoes. We have trouble, um, you know what I'm saying. Uh, figuring out where we belong and where we stand as, as cats together. And, you know, you have one of the biggest the biggest icons that there is with cats doing crazy stuff. 
It says here that rapper Chameleon has an amazing story about Michael Jordan. Jordan is known as being a bonafide, bonafide asshole. It's leaking more and more to the media that Jordan doesn't care about black people who spend millions of dollars on his shoes every year. This video will make you flip when you watch it, and it's sad to know that uh, that Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying, um, is getting so much support and love from black people that I get doesn't care anything about him. So I'm going to play an excerpt from this video, and I know that Sugar Ray and my man Rawhide are going to go not just knee-deep, but totally deep, uh, a la George Clinton style, you know, after this is over with. But here's the excerpt uh, from, from my man, Chameleonaire. Oh, yeah. So we got everybody's I know a lot of y'all be asking me about this Michael Jordan story, right? Everybody see me always talking crazy about Michael Jordan. Let me explain to you. I saw Michael Jordan. I met Michael Jordan at this Michael Jordan party. It was at his party. And I never, never, I know some rumors that I asked him for an autograph and he said no or, like, that's a lie. I saw Michael Jordan. I'm at a party, and I don't ask nobody for nothing. I never do. I, I don't like it when people overly do it to me. I saw Michael Jordan taking pictures with girls. He was like, you know, how do you rather? He's taking pictures with people, you know what I'm saying? He's taking pictures, and he's just and every now and then taking pictures, you know what I'm saying? So then later on, you know what I'm saying? I seen him. There's an old little mic. He was standing over there. He was with uh, 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 um, some of the Boston Celtics. He was with Spike Lee. He was with, uh, I don't know, some other people. And um, I was just like, man, this is just that one moment. I'm going to say, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go say, I'm going to ask Mike for a picture. And I said, um, I went over there. I said, hey, fellas. You know, nobody was talking. They were just chilling, whatever, right? And I was just like, um, Man, I don't mean to be rude, but Mike, I just want to know if it's about to get a uh, picture. And then, now, I understand. I kind of expect him to say no. So I'm, I wasn't mad if he said no. But the way he said it, he said, oh, hell no, nah, man. I ain't taking no pictures with no niggas. And he said it like that. And I was like, I kind of got stunned for a second because I was like, wait a second. I don't think he heard. I turned back and my brother was just looking at me like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of felt that he didn't hear what I said. And I was like, Keep in mind, it just came from a Reggie Bush event. Everybody knows about the Michael Jordan jersey, right? Me and uh, Reggie Bush were doing this event, right? And he was auctioning off these jerseys. So I had to keep on raising my hand and bidding for these jerseys, right? And it was like there's a Michael Jordan jersey, an Allen Iverson autograph, the Shaq, man, uh, a Vince Carter. There's a whole bunch of jerseys, right? And I kept raising my hand. It was like 1000 I raised my hand. They said 2000 Some dude raised his hand. They said 3000 I raised my hand. They said 4000 We kept going back and forth. And then I finally went over to him at 7000 and was like, hey, man, Y'all raising your hand, man. You don't want them jerseys? And he was like, I said, man, how about we stop and then we just get the jerseys at 7000 We split the money. And he was like, all right, cool. So we didn't, write, we didn't, we didn't raise our hands no more. And then they said, so the community there and that guy right there for $7,000. So the guy said to me that he wasn't even, he didn't even want to get the jerseys. He was just trying to show off the shit Kim Kardashian who was on the stage. I was like, man, this dude that made me pay $7,000 for these jerseys, and he didn't even want the jerseys. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, whatever, right? I'm telling Michael, I'm like, I just bid $7,000 for a Michael Jordan jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he goes, you know what? I'll tell you what. You you paid $15,000 right now for a jersey from me, and I'll take a picture with you. And you keep in mind, Michael Jordan is real tall. He's looking down on me. And I'm looking up, and I'm like, man, i never been so heated in my life, man. My heart just started racing. Like, I'm about to spit off his stool. 
I thought about all the times when I used to pause the little video game or the uh, basketball game and, and draw the picture of this dude dunking. I thought about all the times when I seen John Starks come baseline and just dunk on him fools. I seen. I thought about the time when Alex Harrison crossed him over, and I was like, like, Jordan, how you let Alex Harrison cross you over like big Michael Jordan fan? And it's just the way he did it. And then um, uh, who was the Paul Pierce? So one of them was like, yo, hey, man, chill out. That's, that's chameleon there, man. He was like, I don't give up any terrorists. He said, I don't give up, nigga. And I was like, and then you know what I did? I just sat there for a second. I just sat there and looked at him, and I turned to Spike Lee, and I said, you know what? I appreciate it, bro. That's all good. And I shook Spike Lee's hand. And it all looked like, man, you know, that's just how my kids can stand. I shook everybody's hand, and then I walked off. And then Ray Allen was over there. And Ray Allen was like, hey, man, he took a picture with me. I guess they was trying to do it, but they kind of felt kind of like a certain way or something. You know, I took a picture of Paul Pierce and everything, but I didn't even, it wasn't really even that big a deal. I expect him to say no. It's just the way he said it. It was, man, it was the most rudest. I, I'm probably not even repeating it as mean as he said it. So after that, I was like, wow, man, this dude must really be, you know, still a certain way inside where he just treats people like that. And keep in mind, when I used to stay in Chicago, a lot of y'all know about I used to stay in Chicago, <clears throat> the people that I used to stay with, they used to tell me all the time that Michael Jordan was bad, man. He just be smoking weed, cursing all day. I didn't believe it. I was like, no way, no way, not Michael. You know what I'm saying? Because the image that he portrayed. And then it was like, um, they, they, they knew because they used to clean his cars. They used to work for a company to clean his cars. And he always used to be cursing at them. He always used to be talking trash to them. He always used to be saying stuff. And they told me, and I was like, nah. But then when I finally saw him, he was like that to me. So I was like, wow. Then I had heard so many rumors. That, that, that's enough of that for right now. But what do y'all think about that? Give me, give me your thoughts on that. Man, you know what, um, Mike, oh man, I, that's 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 a bad, that's bad, man. I, you know, the first thing that came to my mind, I got two pair of Jordans in my closet, man. I really, I'm starting to think that I might want to, I might want to create me a, a, a YouTube and send it viral with me sending motherfuckers on fire. But the thing, I'm serious, I'm dead serious. I'm really thinking about that, man. But the thing I'm thinking about, man, is like. It's just bad, man, on how a guy could do something like that. Camille is a good guy, man. He's a, he's Camille is a good guy, man. He's a real nice guy. He's respectful, man. He's 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 a good guy. And for Jordan to be shitting like that, I can see that, man. I can see that arrogance, man. I really can't. I you know I you know what's so funny. I see that same thing in Kobe Bryant. And I can see them flipping the same switch, and then they go take a picture with Macklemore or some shit like that. Right, uh, I can, I, I can see that, man, I, and it's and it's very problematic, man. Because the thing about it, man, these guys, man, they come in, they have this money, man, and they just talk down, but man, because of something they obtained, they talk down, man, just shit on us, man. I mean, I've seen guys just shit on people like that, you know, and um, I, I just think it's. it's I don't know, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that shit, man. I don't fuck around Bernie's fucking George, man. Fuck that nigga, man. You know, yeah. when Michael's father passed away, the two guys that that, that, that that killed his dad was like, fuck Michael Jordan, he ain't shit. Fuck him, he ain't shit. That's what they had to say. They lived near him. He lived a few towns down from where his dad pulled off the road. And that the image that this brother's always portrayed, because I was always mad 
when he would, during the 90s with Jordan because he would never do commercials with, 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 with black kids. And so I thought someone was wrong with that. And my instincts held true because um, the kids were complaining in Chicago. They'd be right there at the gate that he came into, and he'd see them at the stadium gate. He played ball. And he would roll his windows up in their face. Wouldn't give them no autographs, do nothing for them. But he'd sit up and, you know what I'm saying, had this arrogance because of how the league put him out there and made him, you know, all this, that, and the third. And his wife, Juanita, said how she had to kind of deal with him for a minute, uh, you know, and teach him how to be a man because he wasn't doing a good job of being a man about his program and, and being a man. And she had to kind of teach him how to be one because he was kind of wild and everything when he was younger. And, of course, she was a few years older. You know, he dropped her, and he married this Hispanic chick, and then had twins. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, I'm 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 50, and I and I couldn't see myself having one child at this age, let alone uh, two. And I didn't finally, you know, got you know, raised my other kids and everything, and done with that. But when I hear that from a, another celebrity that you treated another celebrity that way. And he was talking about this other stuff. I don't care how much weed you smoke and all that stuff, because I've, you know, I, I, I've done that myself. You know, still try to get it in where I can. But when I hear this kind of stuff, it's almost nightmarish, in a, in a sense, because this is a person. My son, uh, you know, what I'm saying, is is another one of these Nike heads. You know, who's always, you know, you know, try to stay up on top of stuff and, and whatever, what have you, and got, you know, you know, quite a bit of stuff. And when I sit up here and I see and hear this kind of thing, man, it's kind of disheartening to know that cash can change you so much that you just lose your mind to where even if you have a guy that's on your level, you know, you got to be kind of dogging on him. That's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous and, and, and unnecessary. And you saw this guy bidding on your stuff, and he told you what it was, and so then you double the price and say, then I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture with you. I mean, that's just, I don't know. That speaks, to, that speaks to something else. What do you think, Rod? Man, what is there to say? Um, honestly, the 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 uh, the losers in, in this situation are uh, the multitude the multitudes of young black kids who inspire, um, who are inspired, um, and worship worship this man for you know uh, the game he played. Um, but man, what can you say? You, you know what? You know, you know what? I, you know what, man? As I look at the uh, NBA, as we speak right now, I can clearly honestly say, man, LeBron right now is the guy. I mean, he's number one. He came out today and he said, you know, he came out today and he spoke on the uh, situation with the Clippers. He spoke out on that. But you know, Kobe Bryant didn't say nothing. You know, uh, Michael Jackson, Jordan, of course, he ain't gonna say nothing. But what I'm saying is, LeBron has went beyond. He has, he has honestly went past them guys. I don't care what stats or whatever you can bring up. It's just that him as a man, a black man, he has surpassed them two times, man, because. And not only he just he just he just a better he has a better outlook on things, man. 
I really believe that. And it, it shows Jordan and uh, that Jordan's he's a fambo, man. He's a fambo. And, and uh, when, I don't know if you guys watched LeBron when they played the game today, that when he went up for a dunk, he was looking right at Jordan when he was getting ready to make that dunk. Mm-hmm. Did you see that, Mills? I didn't. What, what, what happened now? You he didn't see what? Well, Le- LeBron. I was talking about how LeBron surpassed all them guys, but you didn't see LeBron today when he got a. I mean, it was a steal he got against the uh, Bobcats, and Jordan was sitting on the bench. And while he was making, while he was driving for the dunk, he wasn't even looking at the rim. He was looking on the sideline, right at Jordan, and went up and dunked it. <laughs> it was, they, they, they were talking about it. They were talking about it. It was very obvious, man, that it was personal way the way he slammed the ball and looked at him, man. I mean, we well, you know, he's been coming at him sideways for a minute now. We're talking shit about LeBron for a minute. You know? Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, he thought he did. Yeah, you LeBron went that like that, man. I mean, it, it, it's. I know people can say what they want, man, but I, I have to honestly say that, man, just based on the character of how these guys are carrying themselves and how they deal with issues based on race, man, LeBron is standing out better than that. He's he done a lot better than Kobe ever done. He done a lot better than Michael ever done. I mean, hey, man, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, it's, it's very obvious, man. It's like, I guess... You know, I don't, one other thing I want to say to you guys, man, is like uh, I was watching the, uh, uh, I think it was a halftime with Charles Barkley and uh, uh, and Kevin Smith, and they was talking and, and shacking on guys. One of the biggest things that Charles Barkley did say, and, and and it's one of the things that I always thought about when it comes down to race. He said, "Was crazy about the situation with the guy uh, Donald Sterling about him is." It's not the fact that anybody's saying you call your name or, or racially saying saying crazy stuff. It's it's because this is a guy in power. That's the problem. He's a guy. This is a guy who has the decision on making the choices on who gets fired and hired. And that's huge, man. I think people overlook that, man. I really believe people overlook that. And when you whenever you go around your day to day job or whatever's going on with your life. Don't trip off what people say. Trip on how people can have an impact on your life. That's bigger. Because financially, deciding whether to pick you for a job or deciding to fire you for from a job because of your color is more bigger than anybody calling you an N-word or a uh, crack or whatever, fuck, you know, stupid this or whatever. That's bigger. But in a way, but see, they're in power. They are in power. The white people are in power. So the ones that have that power... To make decisions like that, those are the ones to speak about, man. And that's racial, like right? that's the racial. Racial is economical. Remember that it's economical. Well uh-huh. said. Very well stated. Yeah. And, um, but you know, what I mean, there's a lot of things, man, is going on, man, with that and so like that, man. I, I you know, I, you know what, I man, we got a lot of issues, but I think, man. If you if you really look at this man, NFL, you know, situation with the Riley Cooper thing and all now they're talking about the N word and the man in that situation, that gonna come up again. And then they then you got this situation going on, man. 
this this is really going to be a hell of a hot summer, man. They got this thing out. I don't know if y'all familiar with this, man. They got this thing out that I've been hearing people say a lot over the dig down south about Black August. Something supposed to be something supposed to happen in August, and it's and they call it Black August, man. There's a lot of underground people saying that, and I've been kind of like noticing it, and I'm trying to get a get a grip of what that is. And uh, I might invite one of the guys who showed this guy named mine. He he's down with the RBG, and he was talking about it, man. And he's in my other group, man. And he was talking about you know Black August, and uh, I seen I seen I seen a lot of people on that on that on the tip, man. But uh, yeah, man, just something to let you know, man. This is gonna be a long summer, man. And when all this hits, it's going to be crazy for the fall, but things will fall. <laughs> now, it, just, it just never ceases to amaze me, though. And, and I wish I could be trick, fool, bamboozle, you know, led astray, run amok. I, I, I wish I could, all in one of those categories, I wish I could say, oh, my God, it's just such a shocker, and I'm, I'm just so stunned, and I just... And I just can't believe it. But, man, you know, it, it's so prevalent. And it happens so damn much that when you get people like this that continue to say intrusive, obtrusive, ridiculous things over and over and over and over again, and, and, and they truly act as if they have nothing else better to do and that their minds and their, and, and their, and their brains can carry nothing greater, you know. You know, it says that mediocrity, you know, it stays even and it never rises above itself. And it's so, you know, it's so mediocre. I mean, you got people out here that really feeling that they that they saying something. They really feeling that they, you know, uh, you know, are, 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 are stating some point or doing something by being racist or being ignorant or. Or look at me, look at my money. Man, they just don't understand that as quickly as you get your money, the forces that we don't see can put you in a situation where you where you lose your money. And I'm quite sure that somewhere along the line, you know, this this, this dude, you know, whether it's Jordan or whether it's, you know, this clown that we saw, they really took that money, you know, is their weight and their balance and everything. They really feel that... You know, they get the feeling themselves just because they, you know, got got that money in their pocket. I mean, you could be rich in the pockets and and poor in spirit. You know what I'm saying? And 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 to to, to always want to be seen doing things by 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 folks in this world, like like this world of this existence is the final analysis, and that's what really counts. You don't you wouldn't believe just you know I I, I say it all the time, even from a hip hop perspective, and you can catch this devil worshiping and, you know, doing all this other stuff and, you know, saying that they're part of some secret society, whatever it is that they're doing out there that's just odd and strange. I'd rather be a cat hanging out with my boys on a Saturday night doing this than to have all the money in the world and have a target on my back and never know when I'm coming down. Because, you know, you're going to pull that crap on somebody one of these days like you pulled on a millionaire, so you're going to shoot your mouth off and say that odd shit that, that was that was said today, and somebody's going to check and clean your damn clock, and you ain't even going to see it coming. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you, that, that, to have all that money 
and no character to go along with it, you know, it's, it's just amazing. And, I mean, maybe some of the arrogance you earn because you worked hard for it. But then I see a Floyd Mayweather who gets a bad yeah. rap all the damn time. All the time, this man gets a bad rap. Man, but you can man, see him crazy. in his community giving out free food boxes. You can see him in his community, you know, doing stuff for, you know, for, for black folks and, 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 and telling them that the, the white folks yep. kiss his ass yep. meaning that shit. You know what I'm saying? You're right, Nels. Nels, you're right, Nels. I'm going to tell you, Nels, check it out, man. Uh, you you hit it out of the nose, man, because that's why he's not getting a pub he, he's getting, man. That's why he's not getting the height. Man, that's, hey, hey, right now, man, right now, if you guys don't know, we are at war. Officially, we are at war. You know, hip-hop, we are at war with that. If you could, if you don't believe that, go listen to uh, uh, Scarface New, no problem. Listen to that. Listen to how he goes in on that. He's really pissed off. He's going in because he knows what's going on This stuff. Then we got here we got here in the NFL. We got the NBA, you know, and then we got situations in the media. When it comes down, it's very obvious that somebody like Floyd Mayweather, man, who's been as popular and been successful as he has, he doesn't get the publicity. He doesn't get no exposure. He doesn't get no type of uh, love at all. You know why? Because he's the owner of a situation. And he dictates everything, and the people around him are his own people, and people don't like that. But if he had Bob Arum or some other guys, and he had all this other stuff going on with him, and he they have him doing all kind of TV commercials, you never see Floyd doing some old corny ass commercial on TV or anything like that. You know why? Because he doesn't want to do their money. He wants to control and have his own power. Those little things people need to watch. Same thing with this hidden colors. People say, man, why is this so good, man? Why is it not out? reason why is because he invested in himself and he used his own money. He don't want to go around asking for loans. He don't need to go to set and do this set. That's what I'm saying. Dudes with their music, whatever type of channel, whatever you got going on, the best way is to invest in yourself. That's why I told you all a while back ago I had three roommates one time, and we that was four of us. And the thing about it, I was telling them, guys, I said, hey, man, we should do something with our money. All four of us working, we pay this little small rent. We're paying like 500 a month. But the point I was trying to make was that we could take all our money for each month, one month before a certain guy, and pay all that, get my check. At least I take 100 of my, to myself. You take 100 dollars for yourself, take 100 and the rest of the money go to him. And let him do whatever he got to do. If he needs a car, he needs anything, he got bills or whatever, he want to invest in something, he can do it. We give him all the money. And then the next month, it'll be your turn. Next month, it'll be your turn. And we're still on the same roof. But the point was, we are investing ourselves and we're getting money. But dudes don't want to do that. Dudes don't want to do that. They say, nah, nah, I want to. But that's how you have to do it, man. That's how you make the money work. That's how you make it bounce. Because think about it. People got to stop thinking individual and start thinking overall. Even with the families, say, hey, babe, check this out. We need to get ahead. I don't know how we're going to do this. We're going to invest in something. we got to get together. But they're going to have to start with the guys. The guys are going to have to do it because women understand. There's some things they get frantic and get scared about. But men have to come together as men and do that for each other. Sacrifice for another while the other one sacrifices for you and make things happen. So we all can have a successful thing going together. That's, it's, 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 that's how you do a team. That's how you work. 
But when we all spread about doing our different things, we, 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 we're losing time and we're not getting it. It takes real guys and real men to understand that. See, you got these guys who want to be, you know, men. Oh, I got to get mine. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get, you know. That right there, it sounds fast. It sounds fast. And it sounds, you get it. But at the same time, you're spending your money in the wrong direction. You don't know what you're spending for. You just get the money, not respecting it, and you're not investing your money. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing the right thing because you don't have no plan. But we have to do that. I mean, it's, it's, to be honest with you, man, I know some cats right now. If we ever had a meeting amongst some guys, it'd be a power meeting. And we sit there and talk about things like this. So what we have to sit down and strategize a plan on how we can, as a company, as a group, get ahead. Because investing in yourself is the way to do it. Because you keep asking for money. They're not going to give you loans to these banks. They're not going to give you this. There's going to be always the middleman going to get something. You know, as high as, as, high as in, uh, uh, in high school basketball, these guys get recruited and stuff, these recruiters. They come in there. They sell dreams. like the guy, Just like the Army recruiter or the Navy recruiter. The white men come in these houses. They're a single family single mother with her, with her son, and he's talking all happy and talking all fast and selling all that kind of stuff. But he's not giving a damn about what goes on with your boy. He just want to get money. But it sounds good. And it's one of those things that we have to be understand and be very articulate. That's why I can't stand my baby mother. I can't stand that motherfucker at all. But you know what? I'm still in Washington State because... My kids, because I'm not gonna let nobody come in there and bamboozle and say some bullshit to my kids. Because I'm there, I'm gonna finish mm-hmm. my shit. I'm gonna finish my shit. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it, man, fuck her. I don't care what she do. She's gonna be stupid. It's so much. It's so much uh, ass out there. You, you want to go and do what you want to do? Go. But I ain't gonna do my kids no injustice. Cause I'm gonna be there for them. And that's what mm-hmm. that's and that, and that takes a man. And that's what you have to do. So. That's what and, you know, and with the with the whole Jordan thing, man, it, it pisses me off because as a black man, he owe, he owe, he owe because he's made millions on top of millions on top of millions of the same people that he's saying fuck you. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. so that one, you know that I mean. It, he, what can you say, but, uh, you know, but, motherfucker, you owe. You owe to to a, a, at least show some humility to the people that have supported you through your whole fucking career. You don't get it. You know, every time, every, time you, every time you hit that court, every time you hit that court, it was like uh, you, you had the same uh, support uh, and the same communities behind you uh, that Muhammad Ali had. When he was out there and, and, and doing his thing, we are talking about the same people and those the, the these people's children. You know what I'm saying? And and for you to just say completely fuck them because you got your money now, that's yeah, it's crazy, man. But you know that just that's really bad, man. It's really sad. I, I you know I can put a lot of them in that same box, man. You know Jordan. And it goes on and on and on, man. But it's just, it's really sad, man. It's really, really sad. We should have more. We should have more. I mean, we should be able to, you know, I mean, you got people in Chicago, you got people in different areas, man, that just kill each other. 
I mean, just like we're saying, just like you were saying, where uh, you know, uh, get the fellas together and, and everybody put in a, a hundred here and a hundred there. Well, uh, Jordan was uh, didn't put in a, a damn thing except for you know what I'm saying his own. And when his month came around, he just took it all. You know what I'm saying? And I could see, and, and with this specific case, I could see if Chameleonaire was coming up to him and be like, hey, bro, I'm famous too. Let me get a jersey. You know what I'm saying? But he's outbidding the rest of them like, yeah, man, this is my dog. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love this guy. You know what I'm saying? It, the, 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 the price is not the matter. You feel me? And then you're going to treat him like, uh, like his, his money is no good. And, and to make it worse, fuck it, I'll take you a little bit of change and you can have the pickle. But to me, you ain't nothing but a goddamn nigga. That's fucked up, man. Hey, man, you can't buy class. Pump can be a thing I said, I said a minute ago. You can have millions of dollars in your pocket and be poor in spirit. You know what I'm saying? Be poor in yep. spirit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, completely psychologically and, and spirit-wise drained. But then again, you know, you got a million dollars in your pocket, but, you know, here you are 50 years old and and, get, and, and ain't smart enough to uh, to figure out that you don't need to be raising no more new kids at, at age 50 and allow somebody to come in and talk to you and the father and kids at 50 years old and you got kids in your 20s. So that tells me that you're not the brightest bulb in the box on no common sense. You are You aren't money playing around in a league that because you know how to dunk with some finesse, you know, they gave you all those props. A lot of times when you were styling people and doing dirty shit, you got away with a lot, a whole lot of shit because basically you were, you know, you were the, basically the NBA's, you know, Kunta Kente, so to speak, because, and I call you that in, 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 in the most disrespectful terms that I can, because when you, your character is so small that you have to shit on somebody and, 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 and you really, really don't have to, but you just choose to shit on somebody. Why? What, because I can't? No, man, check this out. Um, fuck you today, tomorrow, and next week. And, and if you're still around the day after tomorrow, fuck you then, too. Yeah. Man. Because that's ridiculous yeah. to me. It's, and it's reprehensible that you, would, that you would pull that. Here's a brother that, that, that sat there, and I know that you sat in on your own option. You saw that he did this for you. You saw that he was trying to try to hold it down for you. Yet, you, rather than rather than acknowledge that, you'd rather play the punk role anyway. You'd rather play the punk role anyway and pull the bullshit. So I mean, that, I mean, that, that tells tells me that even though you got money in your pocket, you still you still a poor man. You're still a poor man. You don't use a lot of common sense. You know, saying so you had you had a beautiful wife, beautiful home set up, and everything. That wasn't good enough for you, then you jump your ass right out of the, the, the frying pan and into the fire. You ruin your legacy by coming back and playing basketball looking like a slob. It's like Tupac said, you know, you, you're coming back slobbing, uh, flabby and, and sick like Larry Holmes, you know, it's all over. Take it as a man. Take it as a man and no, and, and, and no, and, and no one to say when. You know what, no man? Man, I, I, I really believe, man, that... Um, I don't know, man. Cats, man, need need some help, man. I I really believe that, man. I I just don't know how to um, say this, man. I know a lot of dudes, man, that that just change, man. They just get this money, man. They just really change, and they get to the point they get programmed, you know. And 
I remember when Floyd came out when he was talking about uh, Jeremy Lin when he came out, and he was saying in the comment, he had said that uh, if Jeremy Lin was uh, a black guy, he wouldn't get that much press. They gave him the press that he's Asian. But the people went at him. They went at uh, Floyd saying that. But Floyd was also getting a lot of phone calls from other people, and they were saying, thank you, Floyd. Thank you. You said things that we wanted to say. And my point was, I was thinking, like, man, why can't you just say what you want to say? People always say, well, he can't say that because of this. He can't say that. Or he can't say this. And I, I get I get to the point, man, that I'm really kind of pissed off, man, at, at hearing that, man, because I feel like when you are a certain person and you are who you are, you have to you have to stand your ground and do what you got to say. Like Richard Sherman say what he want to say. Muhammad Ali said what he want to say. You know, Floyd say what he want to say. That's how you be great, man. You know, but you, I'm, not, I understand that, that all of those people who who you just mentioned who said what they wanted to say, they paid for it. They paid for it. Muhammad Ali went to jail uh, because uh, he he felt that. Uh, this is not my uh, country or, or you guys don't treat me like this is my country, so why am I going to war? There were so many folks not going to war that didn't go to jail. It was ridiculous. But they, they, they went for Muhammad Ali's ass. They went for him because they knew what he was talking about and they knew uh, how he felt, you know what I mean? So they, they, they had to make an example. Why? Because he was in the public eye. And, 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 and their message to the young black kids at that time was, uh, don't follow him because you'll end up in jail. If you don't do what this country says, we're going to put you in jail. And that's exactly what they did. And the best yeah. thing that he did was held his head the whole damn time. Well, you know what? That's 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 true. Oh. You're right, and that's the same thing will happen with uh, MLK and uh, Michael X, you know, and and the uh, Black Panthers, man. They they stood they stood up for what they want. And the thing is, I think that's the way that's that's part of the revolution, man. Because I think we still in that period, man, that we have to stand and make this change, man. Because I know when Obama got in, you know, he was talking about change. Well, that change hasn't changed yet, man. Because we still waiting for that change, and it's not on his back. It's not on his back. It was more of a, it's a, it's a situation that we all have to make it. And I'm at the point right now, man, if I was a public speaker or a guy who had the position of power, I would be out there speaking, man. I wouldn't care, man, if I had to uh, if I had to take one, if I had to take two or three, four or five bullets. I really believe I would have stand up for what I believe in the be on my knees. And Sugar, when you do, bro, they're going to do everything they can to take it away from you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. And, you know, and and, 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 and it's, it's crazy, man, but I understand a lot of dudes, and it's not the dudes folk who don't know, I mean, the players and stuff. I, I'm not mad at these players, man. You have to really understand, man, a lot of these ball players, they just really don't know, man. These are young guys, and all they do, all they want to do is make it. They young dudes, they don't know. They just want to play ball, want to make it. It's not their fault that they ain't, they're not this, and they're not that. It, it is still better. It is still better to go out of the world on your feet than on your knees like a bitch. And right. Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman was just voted. Me and Sugar Ray went over it. Was just voted one of the 100 most influential people in America because, because, because he, stood, he stood 
and he said that the guy did t- said like, straight up, straight up, that not only am I a Stanford grad, but fuck, but fuck Jim Harbaugh for trying to screw me around and screw me coming into the NFL, and I was stood my own and and and, and screw uh, you know this cat that that I was playing against who screwed me around, and on top of it, I'm not only myself, but I got a, I got the Super Bowl ring and the hardware in your fucking face, ass. Uh, 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 I got this ring, and I stomped out. I stomped out of San Francisco, and I stomped out. You know, you know every, every you know other teams that came through. I got this ring, and now I'm in Time Magazine as one of the most influential. And yes, he is one of the most influential. But you know, people never respect the people that that are in the fear box. People never respect the people that are afraid to speak up and be men. You know, as old saying, if you're gonna be a man. You gotta be a man in full and let your nuts hang like a Jersey bull. Be a fucking man about your shit. You know what I'm saying? You go, go. You know, if you're gonna go out, go out on your feet, and not on your knees. Go out mm-hmm. on your feet and not on your knees, because at the end of the day, oh, they'll they'll quote what you said, and they'll, they'll even count over and over again, like when Muhammad Ali they didn't like what he had to say at the time. Matter of fact, during the, the, the movie The Greatest, there was a female. And because Ali wouldn't go to the war, I guess she must have lost her son in Vietnam or something. This chick used to follow him around. This chick used to follow mm-hmm. him around everywhere and, and, and waited for him to get there and told him that one day, when he finally asked her, well, why do you always follow me around? She said, because I'm waiting to watch you get your ass kicked and get knocked out. So the night that so the night that, that Ken Norton Sr., father of former Dallas Cowboy in San Francisco, linebacker great, uh, of Ken Norton Jr., uh, he got his jaw broke by him uh, back in like 1973 when I was 10 years old. I'll never forget because back in those days they had boxing matches that actually came on regular television. And, 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 and that and the, and the knockout that he, he suffered when I was in kindergarten at the hands of, of, of Joe Frazier, he wasn't knocked out, but he was knocked down, but probably two of the hardest things that, that it was, I mean, when you're in kindergarten, you see Muhammad Ali's picture, a black man's picture, hanging up on the wall, you know, underneath uh, Lincoln and, and, and Washington, you know, this guy's got to be pretty important. But people that have, have withstood the pressure and, and stood up and said, I'm going to go out like, a, like a, a grown man or a grown woman should and, and defy, the, defy the, the odds and just get out here and do it, hell, man, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a high school dropout with a, with a, with a big, nice-ass house with apparatuses all over everywhere with good friends that, 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 that fucking matter. And I went into the military. They made me get a high school diploma. They made me go through stuff. And then, I, and then to culminate my my, my working career, I gave up a fifty thousand dollar a year job in two thousand and and and, uh, and two. People were like, "Yeah, you're crazy. This, you're crazy. That, you're this, you're that, you're third. And, I, and right now, I, I I make more money sitting at home preparing shows, making beats, and, and just living life than I did. I make like I, probably about twice as much as I was making per month working at that damn post office. Because you have to believe in what it is. When you got people fucking with you all the time, when you got people always trying to shit on you, you got niggas that's on Uncle Tom's status and trying to shit on you, and then you got the, the knuckleheads running around and fucking with you at the same time, you got to make a decision. You got to grab a hold of them and make a decision. What are you going to do? And I'm sure the old lady looked at me and was like, and I can't believe you gave me up this job. I said, just, you, I said, you got to, you know, have the same faith in, in, in me that I have in myself. I don't need, you know, a white man's job to legitimize who the hell I am. Now, now, $5,000 a month later, 
You know what I'm saying? And sitting here talking to, like I said, two of the best friends I've had in like 15, 15 years. Hey, man, look, I'm getting ready to build something. And I believe in what we're doing. And I'm telling whoever's out there listening, you have to go out. If you're going to do something, you have to go out as a, as a man or as a woman, pray and, and keep your convictions to yourself because, you know, you got children that are looking at you. You got parents that are looking at you. I had a friend who just got off the phone a little while ago, wailing and whining and crying because she couldn't be somewhere to see her daughter. But she's only was a mother to the girl only 12% of the time. You, if you're going to be a mother, if you're going to be a parent, if you're going to be a role model for somebody, and it ain't going to be an NBA basketball player because because humans are fallible, I'm, I, I refuse to let a basketball player or anybody else be my child's role model because for years, Michael Jordan was people's role models. That's the original subject. Michael Jordan's people that thought that he was a role model. He put himself out there. He had a commercial say, you know, and he believed, actually what happened was he believed his own press. Sometimes I wish that he is me. I ain't never wished that I was Michael Jordan. Wish I had, wish I had a piece of your bank account, but I ain't never wished that. You know what I'm saying? My son said, Michael Jordan's not my role model. Dad, you are. Because of what you do and how you, how you take care of us. That, that's what being a role model is. Being there for your you know kids, being there for your kids, and there you go. You know the crazy part. You got uh, you got Spike Lee's uh, black ass sitting right there next to Chameleonaire and Jordan while all this is going on and ain't saying a goddamn word. Mister, do the right thing. You can't tell your homie he needs to do the right fucking thing right now. Well, you know what Jordan was saying. No, Mars. <laughs> Yeah, should you help? Should you do it for No, Mars. Spike, you got to look at something. Spike Lee is a rich cat, and he's got cats paying into his his movie uh, thing on some kind of grant where guys, you know, people contribute to a, to a money to a movie. And he's millions of dollars. He's got you know, poor people, that's, that, and they're, they're rewarded if they give so much to him or, or, or help him complete a project. Their reward is to sit next to him at a Knicks game. But they're kicking all this money into him. Uh, 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 so he can develop a movie, and he's got millions of dollars in the bank. But he's got some kind of co-op where people pay a bunch, pay money into his projects and into his things. You know, one thing I can't stand is when you got a person that is more than well off. And well off is kind of like a is not even a relative term to who they are because they got so much more than everybody else. And then they turn around and use the shit out of the people who ain't got nothing or, or come through like, you know, I'm the ambassador or whatever. No, nigga, you just another rich nigga with, 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 with your head up your ass. You know, you, know, you know what a white man calls a, a, a rich black man? A nigga, that's what he calls him. And he treats him accordingly yeah. as such. Most, 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 hated, most hated black man in America or, or one of the top five on the list. And when, and when asked the question, well, how come you don't, you know, support black movies? If somebody, a black person asks the, the, the question, how come Hollywood won't, won't, won't support black actors? The first thing they tell them to say, well, you got Tyler Perry, go work for him. Well, there's an obvious reason why a lot of people might not want to, you know, want want, want to do, be part of Medea or, or or meet the Browns. They might want a little bit more serious subject matter. But you know what? I'm not going to knock him too tough because at least he he does a lot of philanthropy work for the black community. He has housing projects. Now, he just had to had to evict some folks, and of course they were quick to, to put that up. But he has housing projects where. Four people in Atlanta, he puts them in there. You can stay in his places for two years, 
you know, you and your family, if you're down and out, if you're homeless or whatever, get your act together, and there it is. So no matter what you might think about, you know, him doing the old traditional, some of the old traditional Amos and Andy slash Step and Fetch slash, you know, Medea in the Dress, if after you uh, separate yourself from all that, you can do something that is redemptive to your community, just like you hear me say that about rappers and doing redemptive projects and having redemptive messages and doing redemptive things that, that, that kind of give back to your community, I'm for you, ass. I'm for you, no matter what you're doing. I don't, you know, the dude was married and, and had a child. He puts the stupid dress on. He does all the, all the women flips and chick flips because, in reality, some of the stories that he happens to be telling are the truth about how we've done our women. And that's why, that's why the white woman continues to think that she's the top dog because the way that, 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 that not all of us have done our women, but for the ones who have done our women the worst, like that one group we were just talking about, where all sisters ain't shit and, 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 and women saying all niggas ain't shit, 6406595, right, 3402, <laughs> every, every, every Wednesday, Thursday, and some Fridays that we feel like getting it in, you can talk to probably one of the sharpest guys that's seen it all relationship-wise, as we call him, they call me Beethoven, I call him the doctor. Dr. Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. will put you up on the score on these relationships, and you can. And, and if and if and if and if, and if you one of these uh, roughneck chicks that thinks all the fellas have lost out, and you ready to go chase another skirt, and you're a woman too, I advise you to hold it now and come over here and talk to my man, and he'll tell you what it takes to get that fella that won't call you back. What what what, what you say, Sugar Ray? What's your moniker? If you got a man that won't call you back, why don't you, why don't you put him up on the score on that? Yeah, I was just saying, man, if you got a lady, if you're just sitting there on the couch and you're watching TV or you're at the computer <laughs> or sitting there with your baby girl, your baby dog, uh, your, your 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 boy or your girl or whatever, and you're wondering where he is and what's going on with her, I'm just saying you can just give us a call or give me a call, and I can tell you what that nigga's doing. I can tell you what that nigga's at. You just tell me, give me an idea of what's going on in your relationship. I'll tell you everything you need to know about that cat. I ain't dry snitching. And I ain't doing anything <laughs> wrong. I'm just trying to help you out, baby, so you can go ahead and move on. And at the same time with you, Playboy, also same thing with you, Playboy, I could put you up on some real game. Because there's a situation out there where there's a nice tender that you like and a female that you want to holler at and you can't get in the way on how to do it, I can tell you about the little layaway plan that I got going on for you that you could do. You can put a little bit here and a little bit down, and you can make a payment on a regular basis, and you can get that. I'm telling you, I can get it, and you can bag it up, and you can take it home. And also, at the same time, homeboy, I can tell you when this girl is trying to run game on you. I can tell you about pit stop relationships. I can tell you about holiday relationships. I can tell you about everything you want to know. Yes, indeed. Hold on, hold on, cigarette. Hold on, cigarette. Cigarette. What's your advice for uh, your homie that owns the Clippers <laughs> situation right now? For the home, for the homeboy that owns the Clippers, man, I understand. But put like this in, brother. You know what? The thing is about the brother. Just, just sit back, relax. Take a, take a, take a hit. Up. If you drink, take a shot. If you smoke, take a hit. And just hold your breath and don't be mad. Don't be mad right now, but just don't say nothing. Just watch. Don't say nothing. Just watch. And see, and, and, and see how it goes. Because if you like right. to see, because if you have to see a chin for the Clippers right now, man, damn, you wrong. You wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. 
So, player, just sit back, relax, take a smoke, take a hit, and just relax. I know you're angry because I feel the same way because, goddamn, I created a little, <laughs> mo- a little logo, and I said new a- the, uh, the new L.A. I was going along with that. I was going there with my uh, fantasy team called the New L.A. I, w- I was going with those guys because I like Jamal Crawford because he live out- he's from Seattle. But, damn, it hurts. But just chill, <laughs> relax, sit back, take a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just understand. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. This shit, this, this, we're going to overcome this shit. We're going to get this shit to them yeah. right. They might bring them up. They might become the Clippers. Friends and family and brothers and Clippers, if you're listening, this is my man, Sugar yeah. Ray. He's telling you some real shit yeah, right they, now. I mean, we, don't, we, yeah, we support they, y'all. We, we know who the real. devil is and, and the worst, yes, but we support y'all. Because you know? right. they might end up being the goddamn uh, Seattle Supersonics. Who knows? They can blame their ass on up here. We yeah, got room for them. It'd be great. It'd be all good. I love to see Blake Griffin up here. That'd be great. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, ladies, please call in. You know, we got lots of info. Players call in. Got lots of info. You know what I'm saying? Man. I'll put them up along some real quick. In case y'all don't know, I'm going to say this right now, man. This is, uh, we're, we're, this is April. We're going up for the, uh, to into May. And Mother Day is the next thing that's coming up. So it's a situation. Yeah, it's a situation where, you know, hey, lady won't probably want to bring you. Bring a guy, and y'all probably been kicking it for a little while, but y'all not be into something really serious. You may be the holiday guy. He might, she might just bring you in to meet the mom or whatever. So, <laughs> my dude, just play your role, be cordial, be respectful, and be nice. But understand, you're only there for that holiday. Because after that's done and gone, <laughs> after that's done and gone, you have to know. That's it, right there. It's real. You never know. You just dip because of the heartache because it won't make, make her life look good. You just that feeling, guys. So yes, all it is. So just understand that. Now I know it's a lot of brothers out there seeing a lot of single moms out there. Probably ain't getting no little holiday gift from the uh, the kids. I don't work. Probably you know you probably ain't enough to make money. And then the dad ain't giving out no money. He said, "Fuck it, you ain't my mom." So my players, if you out there see a single mom out there, and you feel like you want to make her day. Buy her a flower, a couple of flowers. You ain't got to spend a whole bunch of money on flowers. It ain't cost that much. But if you want to make an impression, that's your time to make an impression, player. Step in your step your game on that day. Give her some flowers and say, hey, how you doing? Happy Mother's Day. It's for you. I'm telling you, you're you're good. You're golden. You're good. But you got to scope the situation out, man, and be that guy. And I'm telling you, that, that's a level play. Put that shit down. That's your, that's your damn payment. Your, pay, your flowers on the damn payment. Then after that, every time you see her, be respectful, be nice, speak to her. You ain't got the whole engaging conversation. You ain't got to let her. Don't let her set the dates. Do not let her set the dates. You keep the dates and keep it going. Keep her off guard. Surprise her with little cards, little candy, a little gestures, a little high. I mean, they, they like little shit like that, little notes, little texts and stuff like that, you know. But those are damn payments. That's a layaway plan. Those that little, little little payments you make, the little things, you'll get to where you want to get. You have to be patient. Take your time. Put those payments in place. And as you go on, it ain't going to take nothing. She'll be coming to you, and she'll give you everything you want because you paid your dues. And now you there. And when you get there, I want you to tear that ass up. And when you tear that ass up, <laughs> 
when you beat it down, when you beat it down after getting it and you follow the layaway plan and you grab and you bag it up, you take it home and you knock it out. <laughs> you good. You good for Jonah. No matter what you do right there, you are good. So I say it. We we we'll go deep we'll go deep we'll go deep next week 'cause I'm gonna have some ladies call in and we're gonna really go down with this. So Hell yeah. We so next we week usually have, we usually have relationship shows Wednesday through Thursday with your relationship guru, you know, Sugar Ray Robinson Junior, the doctor. The doctor will be in, you know what I'm saying? We'll be making office calls. You know what I'm saying? We're probably probably running at you somewhere between, you know, uh, six to six to eight. I'm gonna, you know, do the boost up boost up plan and see uh, what I can do about getting the show up to, to three hours. You know what I'm saying? Uh Doctor Norris will have his status apparatus you know, in the mail to him and stuff, we'll be able to really plug in with you and really keep you going, you know what I'm saying, so the folks out there, also check out Dr. Norris' Facebook page, it's going to get some status apparatus and live show action also, Fear of a Black Planet, Dr. Sugar Ray, why don't you tell the folks about, briefly about the Fear of a Black Planet apparatus and plan some things coming up with that as well. Yeah, the fear of a black planet, man, it's it's basically it just it just could be people just being conscious, everybody putting in uh there's some angry people in there and they putting in posts and we saying some things and we sharing different ideas and a lot of good stuff. We had a very interesting situation happen today. There was a lady in there and she was trying to get everybody to come to her group and um I posted something in there about a lesbian uh, pastor, you know, and there was two ladies that were hugging, and they was promoting. It was a card. It was an invitation to come to their um, to their church, and I tagged the lady, but the lady got really pissed because I tagged her. Now, this lady who's talking about people coming to her group, she is a lesbian, so we had a fall out about that, but there's a lot of interesting things that goes on about that, you know, May 18th, you know, that's when the uh, blog show going to start for that, man. It's going to really be fun, man. It's a really, 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 really deep catch in there. As a matter of fact, Nails, we're going to start posting um, Flossy Jeezy worldwide in the also too, man, because I want to get these cats on, man, because I'm going to tell you, man, there's yeah. some guys in there, man, like Joey White, uh, Michael right. Jordan. There's a guy named Michael Jordan, and it's so funny. His name is Michael Jordan. He's just totally the opposite of what Michael Jordan is. But Believable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, Believable. A lot of, it's a lot of cats. One dude named uh, Haru. It's, it's, I got this dude named Minds Over Matter. Over Matter. He's from the RBG. Oh. Man, there's some cats in there, man. They dropped some serious stuff, man. I was like, God damn. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Immediately. Effective immediately, I want you to inundate the worldwide uh, page with, you know, fear of a black plan. Because you know, yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Would you when we when we have a show, we're gonna start posting all. Yeah, we're gonna start posting all the uh, shows in there, Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. basically, we're gonna basically kind of connect those two to the way we're gonna both work those man, and uh, it's gonna be crazy, man. Uh, I'm gonna get you know get those tools, man. Get to the point where get some get some a lot of us extra stuff to this thing, man. The way it's gonna be really cracking, man. It's gonna be fun, though. I got a question for y'all, man. I got a I got a serious question, man. I want you guys to answer know about this. And I don't know if you know about it. 
nobody's really talking about this, man, but there was something that happened in uh, Nigeria, man. Um, hey. About over 200 girls, school girls, they were missing, man. It's very great. You know, it's about uh, some girls that was basically cooking. I mean, they were cooking, man. It's like they got this thing, they got a, they got a thousand tweets going out about bringing back our girls. Well, our daughters, you know, sort of pressure on the authorities to rescue the girls who were taken by suspected Boko Harim militants. And 200 girls from Nigeria man, have been taken. And the thing about it, nobody's talking about this, man. It's nobody's saying anything about it. This is crazy, man. And uh, I want to know what you guys think about that. Have you heard anything about that? Nobody, nobody's heard about it. Man, you know, I haven't heard about that. That, that that's 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 intriguing. I'm gonna, I, I feel bad because I don't know about that. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, it's, 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 look into it, man. Look into it, man, because there's a lot of uh, people don't understand, man. There's there, there's so much stuff going on. It's it's hard to even know what's going on, and there's so many things going on that. People that people consider news that we think that we, I mean, the, the stuff they consider news may not be news to us. You know, I'm saying there's a lot of stuff going on. They're still trying to figure out where the plane is. I'm in Malaysia. I don't know if they found it, but the thing is about it, there's so much stuff, other stuff going on, man. I mean, 200 girls, 200 school girls just all of a sudden missing. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a lot, man. I feel terrible that I'm not on top of that one. I'm usually on top of everything. I don't. I don't know what happened up in here today. I must have been oh, that's, been that's, that's, that's video games. That's what. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what the fear of the black planet does to you, man. Because the thing is, it's posting inside the groups. Somebody, they always post stuff like that, man. Uh, you know, top children's vitamins. From um, what's it? Aspirin. No, I'm talking about vitamins, man. They got harmful chemicals in them, man. You know that their kids, their kids taking vitamins. They got chemicals in them, stuff like that, man. Yeah, just a lot of stuff. Gotta be careful with these doctors too, man. It was down here. They was talking about how you know they was protesting uh, doctors giving uh you know little girls and boys uh, codeine and stuff. You put them on that that codeine medication. That's that's not good for. But for babies and infants and, and little children, man, that coding stuff, that's a that's a controlled substance right there. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of things. things. It's a lot of things, man. It's a lot of things that people need to watch out for, man, because like I said, man, we we, we are at war, man. It's a lot of information out, man. And people are saying things that something's bound to happen. We we had already talked to uh Karen from D.C., and she was talking about how, you know, people are migrating to the end, from the inner city. They get moved. And we're in Portland, we get moved. In Seattle, people get moved. You know, it's a lot of people getting pushed out, man, mainly people of color, you know, get pushed out. And uh, it's, a, it's a strange situation, man. And the um, thing is about it, man, one thing I, one thing I um I sit there and I talk to a guy. I don't know if you guys know Nelly Fuller Jr. I sit there and I talk to him on the phone. He's a famous guy, man, who has a book coming out. And uh, I come across these guys, man, because I, I watch a lot of YouTube. There's a lot of information. Right. I, subscribe, I subscribe to a lot of it. And 
you get some real good information. But if you listen to those guys and you listen to other people, people they, they offer their numbers. And those are real people. See, when people offer their numbers and they're doing speeches on YouTube, they offer their numbers because they want people to call them because they got information to tell you. And I call I called Guy Nelly Fuller, man, and I had a great conversation with him, man. And I, it was it was it shocked me, man, because just like about uh, last week, I didn't know who this guy. I never heard of this guy, but all of a sudden, I heard Dr. Francis uh, Selgin. She was uh, said his name, and then the girl from D.C. we talked to, she said his name, and I just started looking the guy up, and next thing you know. I get his number, and he's talking about all kinds of different stuff. Damn. And, yeah, and I talked to this guy. I called him twice, but I just ended up calling one lucky time, and we talked. And he said, hey, man, call me anytime. If it's a problem, I don't answer it. You know, I'm busy. But he said he doesn't do blog radio because the thing about it, he said that it's recorded and stuff because he said he has a problem with people taking the message that he gives, and they twist it and turn it. And uh, right. this guy... This guy is very deep, man. He has a serious history about inside of what's going on with the White House and all the kind of stuff like that. He's a very heavy cat. And uh, and one thing about this journey, man, of knowledge, of learning, man, is a journey. It's not a destination, man. Once you get into it, it's very contagious and it's very passionate. And you'll keep learning and keep learning and keep listening. I don't know everything, but I'm learning as I go along. And, uh, you know, good stuff, man. I tell you, you know, you're right about it being a journey, and it, and it can be an endless journey. You, we, we, we worldwide, which means that implies that we try to travel the world and find out everything going on. One thing about about being worldwide, you do have to have, you do have to have, uh, you know, say cats like yourself be within that group. They keep things kind of out and open and moving and stuff. Because, I mean, on, on the on the really for real, you know, you're telling me about something that went on over in Nigeria that I had no 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 knowledge of. But because you're part of the worldwide team, you know, people get to hear this stuff and and um, and um, you know what I'm saying to, to 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 get to know what's going on around the world and stuff. So I try to keep right. I try to keep the plane where I can. I can focus on, on most stuff, but I can't do it all by myself. So it's good to be on a team of cats doing stuff, but there should be some kind of small account or something uh, yeah. with one of these banks or something that we get a, a general, you know, fussy, jeezy fund or some kind of something going on where we, you know, throw cash into there, and you know what I'm saying, and use that, you know, money for promotions and, Different things and stuff like that. I don't, I don't care. We don't put but you know twenty five dollars a month in that bad boy. Just some kind of right. status apparatus that okay. When like when it's time for one of the other to travel, bam, there's money you can travel around to Portland on or or we do joint projects where we're trying to you know work something or this thing gets big enough and we uh, you know start doing you know live promotion of live shows or or, or or cannabis information or anything maybe to travel to Cali or Idaho or whatever. There's there's money in a general slush fund that's 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 made for that so cats don't have to worry, you know worry about what's going on and of course there's you know once it's utilized uh, for for projects and stuff then whatever you use half of it's put back in and we just continue to add from there so that way the, the true the true members get 
you know, a, a discount on, on putting things back in. So, so like if, if there's five hundred dollars in the account, the cat needs to use a buck and a half or some kind of promotional thing or whatever. And 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 of course we have to actually because it's everybody's money have to have some kind of accountability for exactly what things are being used for. You know, you can put seventy five back in and we'll continue to build it back up from there. Since you don't have to have, doesn't have to be such a burden. And later on, when it becomes larger and the account becomes somewhat larger and more more fulfilled, then you know you can put and put your 100% back in, or you can put the 100% back in. It all depends on, on what's going on, because, I mean, like just like the trip up there, you know, it's, it'll be good to have a slush for, okay, well, let me hop on the, find the cheapest way to get up there. Let me hop on this Greyhound real quick, because I know Cat's going to pick me up or hop on the train rather than flying up, because flying between here in Portland is the same as flying between here in Las Vegas, which is crazy. And I don't, and I don't, I don't get into those propeller-operated airplanes. I'm not... I'm not into that shit. You know, them up, them up with a fail on your ass. But you know, long story short, there's some way we can figure stuff out to to get things going because that's how the Asians do it. They throw money into an account and keep it rolling, keep it rolling, keep it rolling. Next thing you know, bam! When it's time to do something, they got the funding. I admire, I admire Asians the way they work with each other. You know, um, yeah, they do. They work good. They work good. But you know, one thing about them. I can say this though: one race of people that's dying real fast. Uh, um, they they coming on us. They coming real fast. But they're they're changing the culture real fast. Also, because Filipinos are really kind of like uh, really losing out because I noticed a group of Filipinos that were over here and all are married to all different kinds of people of different races. And the thing about it was funny is I was talking to one of them, man, and I told him, I said, listen, man, you guys, all of your girls are married to, you know, Mexican, a white dude, a black dude, and, and all that kind of stuff. He said, yeah, I know. And I said, you just had some girls. You know, his brother, he said, you just had some girls. Your brother had a girl. So your last name, Fernandez, is going to be gone, and they all mix. They all dating different races. So they're going to basically, they're going to be losed out, man. <laughs> And he looked at me like, wow, I never thought about that. I said, yes. I said, yes. I said, yes, I understand, man, that, you know, uh, you guys are coming over here and you're not bringing a lot of people, but the ones you come over here, they're marrying up. They're moving on to, they're not marrying their own, you know what I'm saying? But he was... He was kind of shocked that when I talked to him about that because he never looked at that, man. But but they are coming over pretty fast, though, man. They are really coming over fast. Okay, well, here, I got some good news for you. I got yeah. some real good news for you. Breaking news. The NAACP has reportedly withdrawn to giving the Serving Lifetime Achievement Award to that clown. So they've well, drawn back... They've drawn back on that. That's 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 good news. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's that's good. That's very good news. Man, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, that 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 was that that what you were just talking about though was a reality that I had seen, you know, happening as a soldier where a lot of times these chicks would sit up and come over. Would slip and come over to um, slip and come over to um, America, and they they always 
they always, you know, get up on uh get up on, on, on stuff and uh you know, and, and marry, you know, uh predominantly white men. But they they would uh, get come over and uh you know, cats can they can kinda they can kinda forget about it <laughs> in terms of uh of uh of uh, you know, uh coming over here and, and marrying it with their own because they, they had soldiers you know that 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 more or less bought them bought them over from from the, from the Philippines or whatever. So, I mean, it's it's uh it's it's, it's crazy how how things all turns out and and how uh, things happen when people come over from a from a from a uh, from a, from another from another country and uh, you know how they uh, they have to get over there and they they they're smart but they know how to feed a village. In other words, they they send money back. They, uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they um, they they know how to take care of their own. You know what I'm saying? We the only we the only uh, team of folks that don't take care of each other, man. We don't we don't look out for each other. We don't we don't do any you know uh, we don't do any housekeeping, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't really. Um, we don't really uh, look out for our own as as we should, as often as we should. We kind of, you know, don't have enough faith in each other or whatever it is. It's just odd that for the people that are yeah. that are, are truly the strongest people in the in the country, we sure don't act like it. So far as our culture is concerned, we we kind of tend to tend to run away from from our own and stuff. And I don't I don't know. That's just odd to me. It's always that's always been a head scratcher for me. And we don't really look yeah. out for our own, and we so afraid that that you know, you know, Pac said on that song, uh, "Time Goes By," that uh, that song, crazy actually. He said, you know, he said, he said, "I love my people do or die, but I wonder why we scared to let each other fly." And we are, man. I mean, we, it's 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 crazy that we just seem to be, um, you know, we we seem to be kind of. You know, on on that level where we just we just don't seem to get it when it comes down to uh, you know the need for the need for for making sure that that we uh, you know what I'm saying have our have our shit together so far as making sure you take care of your own village. Everybody everybody comes in and man put stores in our neighborhoods and you know the system doesn't help when they sit up and you know, make sure that everybody, get, you know, gets a, a piece of the American dream for us. It's like there's a big stop sign for us when we get there. Like, you know, we you know we already gave it the office kind of thing going on. You know, so right. I don't know, man. I mean, we we we, we going to survive regardless because that just doesn't, of course, makes us stronger. We know that. But it would be nice every now and then to see our people rally sometimes, rally behind things, rally behind causes. I know, uh, you know, Magic Johnson has already has a lot of influence. And when he said he was done, everybody else kind of felt the same way. That you know, it, you know, they're pretty much done with the with the status quo in the country being racist the way it is. And uh, hopefully, this will be a wake up call on a lot of levels. I mean, there was my, my old lady was reporting earlier that there were some people that were talking about boycotting boycotting the uh, fight. Or, or not the fight, but boycotting the game. Some of the players on the Clippers were talking about they weren't going to play. And you know, career-wise, with 
things being uncertain and not really having a true retirement program, which is the downside of sports, you know, if you get millions of dollars like that, you ought to, you ought to put a, make your own trust fund where you can't touch your money until a certain age so that you have, you know, maybe if you one of these $100 million guys, you take $25 million off the top and uh, or, or a portion of that, and you put that shit away for yourself so that you ain't sitting up here spellbound and wondering how you're going to make it because you hear, you've heard about the concussions and all the other weird stuff that go on. Tony Dorsett, you know, he, he was fading out and shit and, and going through it and stuff because of, you know, being abusive with his kids and his family or, you know, these all these injuries and stuff. You got to look out for number one because tomorrow does come. Tomorrow does come. You have to look out for yourself. And I just, overall, on the big picture, I just wish that we would do a better job of it. You know, we can could, we could complain about what people don't do for us all day long, but if we're not good stewards of our own existence, then that's that's a problem. It's definitely a problem. Got to be our own, our own best. Go ahead. Yeah, it's definitely a problem, man, you know. But we we here, man. But I'm gonna tell you something, man. I ain't gonna lie. Today I felt real. I felt very weird, man. We hear that news from the Clippers, man, because it just you know it's just one of those things, man. I don't, you 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 go to work, you deal with it, you deal with life and stuff, man. And then when you get to the point where you want to just have a weekend, you want to sit down, you want to relax, you want to focus, man. And you cut this on, and he's like, damn. To get to the point, man, it's like, I really feel like for a black man in America, man, I think the only time that he don't have to deal, there's only two times in his lifetime that he have to deal with racism, especially if he's conscious. There's only two ways. Either you fall asleep, and you may not deal with it, or either you dead. Because the thing about it, every black man, when he opens his eyes, and he goes in the world, you look at the TV, and you be very conscious. You look at the TV, you're going to see something that says you ain't shit. Right. And then think about it. I'm just trying to flip the script on how they would deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know. They don't know. They really don't know. I, I, I get tired of seeing people sitting around in, in, in circles talking about racism, and they all white, and no black. Because the black right. man knows. Yeah, it's crazy to me because they don't know it. They have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have a situation to where, what if you watching TV? What if a white dude was watching TV, and every time he watched TV, everything is black. He goes to the game, there's a bunch of white players on the field playing, everybody stands is black. Everybody in the press box is black. If he goes there to ride and walking down the street, every cop driving by is black. What I'm trying to say is, how would he feel if the Statue of Liberty, which is originally was black, was right. the nose that they if they got that they they replaced? What if it was a nose like mine or something like that. You know, it's a lot of things that I want to know. What? Why is that? What if it was like this? What if it was like that? How would you act? And 
it's proof through years on how they've done this. Because if you look at every, uh, 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 like, in Egypt, if you look at every sphinx or every pharaoh or anything like that, the nose is always shut off. You know what I'm saying? Have you noticed that? All the yeah. noses off. Yeah, all the noses off. See what I'm saying? You have you to disconnect to... the history. You have to. Yeah. They had to do it. They had to disconnect that history because if you if you if you give us a you know like I said the spoken word is always something one thing, but if you're given the visual, that's what they had to kill off, and that's what they succeeded in doing. You know, I mean, you they be ignorant too. You say, well, what would you do? You were diversity. If they had to go over to Africa, and they had and they had done it the other way around, and we had taken them, and and the Moors had not civilized them, and they had just left them there in England where they was at, surely they would have died off because remember they're the ones that created chickenpox, and so if we'd have left them as, as savages and left them, you know, with the, whatever way they were and then brought them to Africa and made them learn our language and our traditions and our culture, then they could they could they would feel inferior as a lot of us without the knowledge for us. So I agree with you hundred and ten percent. That, you know, the only way they would be able to see this lens is for is for what it is. And they don't get a chance to look through that lens because, well, unfortunately, we live in a society where it's better to throw dirt over the top of our legacy. It's better to, to, to defecate on us. It's better to, you know, make us feel like somehow we're inferior or insignificant because you want to make sure that you build yourself up. Psych 101, by definition, Psych 101 said that you have to build yourself up and tear somebody else down and give yourself that feeling of, 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 of superiority in order to feel superior because if you don't, the opposite of, and the antithesis or opposite of that is is to feel inferior. So I understand why you do it and what you've done, but to expect us once we get the knowledge, you know, there's revealed knowledge and concealed knowledge, and once we get the revealed knowledge of who we are and, and, and how we interact in this world and who we are for ourselves and we expose that, oh, man, you know, all of a sudden it's time to, refute it and, and, and run from it and everything else. So, I mean, we know what it is, man. I mean, you know, we, we really know what it is. And we understand why he's scared. I'd be scared too. Especially when your kids look at us as role models and love us like they like you guys love yourself. And don't nobody, the only thing a white man loves more than himself is his dog. Because the dog, the dog can't tell him how fucking dumb he is. That's why he's called man's best friend. Well, he's your best friend. So you kiss him in the mouth, dog just licked on his nuts five seconds ago, and you turn around and let him lick you in the face. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason that you love him is the dog so much because, like I said, he can't tell you how fucking dumb you are. So all of a sudden, he becomes your best friend. I mean, you, I mean it is what it is. <laughs> just being real with it, man. I understand why you feel the way you feel and why you think the way you think. But, you know, trying to play the inferiority card or whatever it is you're doing, that's just that's really not the way to do things. It's just a very ugly practice that you guys, you know, that's why they call it practice. Anything you practice the most, you're perfect at it. And unfortunately, this man's practice in racism and, and being small has been his way of uh, 
of doing business. It's unfortunate. You know? I just hate that we have to still deal with it sometimes. You know? We shouldn't be in t- we shouldn't be in 2014 and still feeling the way we feel, Sugar Ray. Yeah, I agree with that, man. I agree with that totally. Yeah, Nels, you know, hey, man, it's, I think it's about that time to wrap it up, but man, I think we, I think we didn't beat the drum. I think they understand, man, because this is a topic we can go on forever, and I feel most definitely like going on forever, man. But um, yeah, if um. If it's possible, man, I would like to, I would like to run a show tomorrow if we can, man, because uh, I'm gonna get in, uh, Larry, I'm gonna get in Larry Dublin tomorrow, and uh, we're okay. gonna talk about talk about the prison system, man, and things like that. So if you guys are out there, please call in. Uh, Nail some of the bitches is what six four. I keep on forgetting the number six four six five nine five nine four zero two, right? Three four zero two, three four zero two, six four yes, six. Sir. Five nine five three four zero two, and uh, you know, just go to the folks out there who listen and understand, so we don't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Because we do care here at the worldwide. You know how you feel. That's that's why we're worldwide. Uh, the, re- the, the the views we reflect are the views of this station. We're not going to do the disclaimer like we don't want to claim what we say, but you know, you got to understand it's very rough and volatile situation that's going on, and today was a very disappointing day for so many on so many levels, and what you're hearing is the frustration of 400, 400 plus years of pressure and, and people being made to feel like they're less than and not equal to, simple mathematics, less than and not equal to, and it's got to start, and it's got to change. And this and this paradigm that we're in, we will have to do some mathematics so that things are more even. Because in, in parting, all I have to say is, if you're fair with everyone and we're all playing on an even playing field, then we can all get there together. If you want to claim what you need to claim, then do what you need to do. But if we if we're all there together at the same time, it's better for everybody. So with that being said, we're going to use the, the words of Russell Simmons. You know, God bless y'all, definitely, and thanks for coming out, and good night. Good night.